0: Hi I'm Benjamin Light
1: and I'm Marcus Sparks.
0: and welcome to Bros Watch PLL 2 this week we're covering S2 I'm sorry S6 E12 Charlotte's Web I wonder, did they name Charlotte that so they could use that title? Or is it that just like they had to use that once they named her that?
1: Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think they were like, finally, we can do our cross <laughs> between Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte and Evie White. <laughs> that would be awesome. It would be awesome if a lot of this stuff was like foresaw back in season three, too.
0: Yeah. So a little bit of follow-up. I think you had some stuff you wanted to yeah, bring I gotta... out.
1: I got a couple. Uh, I told you know. Uh, someone pointed out, most of the stuff that people pointed out, so thank you, uh, that they played something from the Goldberg Variations at Charlotte's funeral, which uh, I feel like mm. is definitely a Justin Doherty note. Also, Hannah on Twitter pointed out today that Charlotte's body was found at the church, and like a day later, they had the funeral right there. <laughs> like, at the end of the last episode, the Liars are pretty much standing on the spot where Charlotte was discovered as Sarah Harvey was giving them some chill Sarah face and being ushered into her Shafoet current. Uh, thank you to everyone who additionally added info about Boston and Braintree way too many people to list, which I feel bad about, but good because there was that many people. It's about very similar to previous outpourings of info about Saratoga. That we <laughs> oh, God. It. Yeah. Um, but from what everyone has said, I have to agree. There is no earthly reasons why Ari would be going there. Um, but it's just another brick laid in the mystery of the girl's lyrical name. Um, Nice touch to have the liars not only show up back home and lie for Allison again, but also that they have to defend that friendship to everyone yet again. Thank you to Lavina for an email about that, amongst other things. Uh, yeah, it's probably Charlie's teddy bear that we saw on Charlotte's bed. Um,
0: yeah, so I, the the teddy bear when Charlotte was a little kid that that's why that teddy bear is there. We're assuming, I guess, it's just to say, hey, this is still the same person. Here's their you know connection to their childhood, whatever.
1: Right, and this is my my last note. This was actually in my notes, from last week. I just forgot to say it, I believe. Uh, we talked about how, when we talked about Game Over Charles, that we felt like it was rushed for how much was there and it should have had an extra hour at its disposal. I kind of feel like of late, I think, of Rosewood needed just like an extra half an hour. You know, like mm-hmm. not a full hour. I mean, because a lot of it, I think, for, to me, how much they compressed info-wise in there, they still did it at a nice pace, so there was some mood to it. But like an extra half an hour would have been fun. So even if it's just, you know, five minute longer cuts of Sarah staring at them wordlessly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also had many people let us know that uh, Hannah's address is in Hell's Kitchen in New York, that like 50-whatever street. Um, lots of people wrote in let us know that. Apparently a pretty swanky place these days. Hmm. So I think we can probably assume that uh, Jordan is kicking in on that. I don't know. I mean, it seems like they probably live together.
1: Well, we never see Jordan and Matt Murdock in the same place. Um, Also, we should thank Nicole for some excellent gifts from Veronica Hastings' political rally. And Nicole also for just the most amazing gift the internet has ever seen, which is the Sarah Harvey deal with it gift. (laughs) That is just fucking magic right there.
0: Um, All right. So are you ready to jump into Charlotte's Web?
1: I am ready to get tangled up in Charlotte's Web.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Uh, written by Janelle Lennon and Elijah Braz. Directed by Joanna Kearns. Mm-hmm. There were a fair amount of wonders in this episode, I noticed.
1: Yeah, there's some interesting camera work.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and I, you know, I didn't do the research. Has she done any episodes before?
1: Oh, well, she's done a couple. She's, she's a former forward. former actor, now hmm. director. Um. So, yeah, after, after the, the funeral, we opened up in the Riley, there's a Kind of sort of parallel to the beginning of the Jenna thing here, which would have been amazing if this episode was called the shower thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all still in their funeral dresses, just like in the Jenna thing, except instead of being at the Apple Rose Grill, they're at the Radley. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so uh, they're in like the lobby bar area. I have to say lobby because every area of the Radley is a bar area. Mm-hmm. And uh, Arya is just like, when did you tell Jordan? And Hannah's like, tell him what? And Arya's like, about this town, Charlotte, everything we went through. And Hannah could not look more disinterested. And Spencer's like,
0: she means the things you can't
1: Google. And Hannah's just like, oh, uh, when I knew I was falling in love with him. So um, she
0: hasn't told him yet.
1: Hannah is one of those people, much like Jack on Lost, who will look you in the eyes when lying to you.
0: I, I don't, that's not a lie if she says when i knew i was falling in love with him that's when i told him that that hasn't happened yet
1: <laughs> i i wonder though because i kind of think maybe he does know something i don't know well you
0: i you know that they didn't tell and no one none of these four have told even like toby like everything you know they all have shit that like it just stays with them this is gonna shock you but
1: i don't know everything yeah
0: uh there's a blink and
1: you'll miss it patented aria eye narrow so like maybe oh yeah Internally, Arya's having the same observation as us.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, this episode is all about like confident, duplicitous eye contacts, basically. Yes. Yes. Um, also, they're all drinking, I don't know, like some fancy water or something. I don't know what that thing is. Probably that,
1: probably that like $9 bottle boss crap. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah. And so Arya narrows her eyes and she says, No, Liam and I aren't there yet, but I know he's going to have a lot of questions when I get back. She ends somehow ends that sentence on a sigh. <laughs> Emily says, Are you sure you should leave tonight? I mean the cops want to talk to us before you go. And he says, Yeah, I already missed a few days of work. And Hannah's like, We all have Arya. We're staying. Just confrontational. Arya doesn't appreciate getting ambushed like this and honestly. Feeling, she, real she's ganged up feeling here. very attacked right now. Yeah yeah. 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 She says, Okay, well my boss asked me to come back and Hannah just just like, Whatever, basically. <laughs> Aria's like, you guys, this wasn't an easy job to get. I can't lose it. Emily's probably so confused right now. She's like, yeah. what do you mean? You can't just leave your job whenever you feel like it?
1: Hey, cover for me.
0: Mm-hmm. That's she's how like, Aria, just answer, tell right? them to cover for you.
1: <laughs> I'll be back in five minutes, five months, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah's like, they're going to ask us questions about that night. And Aria's just like, and? No, mm-hmm. Aria's like, yeah, we were all together. None of us left the hotel. What else is there to say? And Arya's like really laying some track there.
0: Well, she's trying to be casual, but I feel like maybe Spencer's picking up on something. But then she looks past Arya and she's like, I think the person the cop should really be talking to is right over there. And we get the patented Arya over the shoulder. Look here. We see Sarah Harvey talking to the concierge. He tries to like hand her a receipt to sign or something, but she weighs him off with her fake hands. And this like, like comfort bro walks up to sign for her. Mm-hmm. like her personal assistant
1: i like comfort bro in my notes i have him listed as man comma or man space servant <laughs> um and spencer voiceover is just can she really not sign her own name i'm just like interesting <laughs> well,
0: like is this guy her boyfriend does disability insurance cover him Good like did question. did she finally let her mom sell her story for money like who who pays for this guy exactly?
1: And when does she pull out those gloves to reveal robot hands?
0: Mm-hmm. And like says, You guys still haven't told anyone what happened, have you? Hannah shakes her head. Nara says, Do we really believe she doesn't remember? Oh, they're being so coy. Mm-hmm. And Hannah says, I think she's lying. Just like she lied about having Swedish syndrome to get her sentence reduced. LOL. Uh Spencer's like, Stockholm syndrome, because she still corrects people. She says, uh-huh. And it is a real thing. Hannah says, She was never kidnapped, Spencer. She was living out in the world. She chose to help Charlotte torture us. And Aria's like, well, the judge didn't see it that way. And Emily's just feeling a bit awkward right now. She's like, uh-huh. yeah, I fucked her. <laughs> Spencer says, if Sarah really was brainwashed, she'd have a pretty strong motive to kill Charlotte. Revenge. And Hannah and Emily both roll their eyes, basically. And Aria is kind of pretending to absentmindedly check her phone and then be like, oh, look at the time. She's like, ah hate to break up this party, but I got to get going. And Hannah's like, oh, I'll walk you to your car. And Aria says, okay. So they get up. Aria hugs Spencer and Emily. And Spencer says bye. And Aria's like, oh, I'll call you soon. Emily says, love you. Aria loves her too. So the shisher and her tulpa walk across the foyer. But Then Hannah stops her and she says, hey, um, I don't want to say anything in front of the others. But I know that you left the hotel that Night Charlotte was killed. And Aria's very surprised. And Hannah's just like, where'd you go? Hmm. and Arya is just like headlights you know like her eyes wide open and you know. credits
1: she really needs these credits to think of an appropriate lie mm-hmm. let me just pitch it again though so it's like a couple episodes down the line it's like two scenes like spencer and hannah have broken into something and they find the diagram or whatever and they're like oh shit she really does have detachable robot hands and they try to call emily but they can't get an answer so emily's like in a room in the dark in the background you just see like the uh the hand from the adams family oh yeah just starts like crawling <laughs> towards emily <laughs> speaking of which emily is the shusher in this episode which hmm. doesn't feel right to see.
0: emily shush she does like a half eyebrow raise like she's Basically trying to like like suggest to the camera that maybe they should go go back to her room.
1: No, too
0: sexy. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So after the credits, we're right back where we left off in the radley lobby. Arya's maybe thought of a good story by now, and Hannah's just like, I got up around three on the to hydrate, and I saw you leave.
0: And <laughs> Arya kind of that's a very mature <laughs> drinking maintenance for a twenty-three year old, you know. Getting up to hydrate. But Hannah's got her arms crossed. She's all business now. Well, I feel like Hannah's learned some
1: lessons in New York. Uh Arya acts fast, kinda gesturing for phone. Oh, I had to check my messages and um my phone died. So I I had to grab my charger from the car. <laughs> and oh man, the look Hannah makes when someone lies right to her face. And she's like, Then what? And Arya's like, Well, then I went back to the room and Hannah's like, You were going longer on that. I, I tried to wait up. And You Arya-
0: can't lie to your Tolpa, Arya. She knows she's you. Well, and, like, kind of condescendingly,
1: very Arya mm-hmm. condescendingly, she's like, Hannah, you're remembering it wrong. Snicker. <laughs> Which isn't a surprise considering how wasted you got. And She's Ar- straight
0: up H- trying to gaslight Hannah
1: right now. Well, this is, like, a little bit, like, shame deflection too. Mm-hmm. And Hannah shakes her head, like, I wasn't that drunk. And Arya's like, but you threw up in the bathtub. And Hannah's like, that was Emily, not me. She's and like, I- no, Arya,
0: you were that drunk, not me.
1: I wanted Arya to be like, have I been calling you both by the wrong names for years? (laughs)
0: Fuck. Sorry. Which one are you again? Sorry, Emily. (laughs)
1: But Hannah looks like she's having an allergic reaction to Arya's bullshit. And she's like, look, all I'm saying is that if you did go somewhere, then we should know. And Arya's like, I didn't. So there's nothing to tell. And she does kind of half shoulder raise, half shrug that's like straight up, fuck you.
0: I love that Hannah did her own like Arya like over the shoulder check-in right there.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And Hannah's just like, okay. And Ari's like, oh, I have a plan to catch. And they kind of walk away, which leaves us uh, with some Hannah face. And, you know, it's been too long. Five years I, too long.
0: It a hashtag five years forward Hannah face. Yeah. 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 Some intense Hannah face here.
1: Meanwhile, back in Spencer's kitchen. Spencer gets home. Uh, remember all those nights when Spencer would come home to find some shit going down in her kitchen. But this time there's Veronica and Caleb chilling at the island, looking at the laptop, checking out the Rosewood Politico, yo.
0: Rosewood has a population of less than 10,000 people. How many bloggers do they have? They We're have a Rosewood Politico.
1: This is like only the second time we've ever had a reference, this season, I mean, to politics in Rosewood. And the only other time I can think of is in the pilot when we found that Spencer the used to intern yeah. for the mayor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. Uh, LOL. So Spencer's just like, Mom. Caleb just got here. Already, you're putting him to work, but the room looks serious. Spencer picks up on that. She walks over, and she's like, what's wrong? And Veronica's like, the news of Charlotte's death is spreading fast. And Caleb says, some bloggers are trying to link you and the girls to it. Oh, shit. And Spencer's just like, why am I not surprised? And Veronica's I guess to like,
0: say the, um, the slightly must been worrying this formal wear for too long look, that's yeah. a good look for Spencer.
1: Uh, is there anything that's not a good look for Spencer?
0: True. But oh, I mean, yeah. this is like, you know, it's all about the like the just a little bit harried look you know like spencer when she's at her worst that's when she's at her best
1: well i mean we didn't talk about it uh last week but the uh like spencer's been up all night drinking and now she's like doing some girl talk of hannah over some hydration that's mm-hmm. a good look for yes. both yes mm-hmm. um so veronica's like you know i am really surprised it's a disgusting thing to do my opponent's running a dirty campaign which i would love to hear more wow, about.
0: welcome to politics veronica yeah
1: so Especially state politics. Mm-hmm. Spencer's like, "Well, how do you know that she's behind this?" And Caleb's doing some internetting. And he's like, "I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from." <laughs> and Spencer's like, "It doesn't matter. It's already out there, and it would be a mistake for me to go if you do an interview tomorrow."
0: And Veronica's like, "Why?" And Spencer's like, "Because it would just be a distraction." At least Spencer knows her campaign theor like a boss here.
1: Right, right. Uh, and Veronica's like, "Honey, the Rosewood Observer has more class than to pay attention to a few tasteless tweets."
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. So I mean, considering how decrepit and desperate my local paper is, I feel like their local paper is pretty much the same. They have probably run
1: that one photo of Allison from the missing poster mm-hmm. like a thousand times on their front page. Also, the Rosa Observer, I wrote down in my notes, like how many times were the liars themselves on the front page of that newspaper? Like there was one of the headlines that was almost straight up like, why are these bitches lying? like right after ian was you know thrown from the bell tower whatever so it's just like mom i am partially responsible for charlotte's getting out and on the night that she did she was killed so whichever way they spin it her death and my association with it will come up and it's best if i'm not with you when it does and ronica looks like she's annoyed. and caleb's found something and he says hey i found a link to a blog that originated in rosewood (laughs) and he brings his laptop over to the hastings ladies
0: to see rosewood politico (laughs) yeah it's a picture of spencer with her mom from that campaign rally spencer has a big circle in red around her and there's kind of like a headline tag that says murder (laughs) question mark
1: i would love to see rosewood's like local hipster runoff
0: Oh, and uh there's a little comment below i gotta read this comment i love it Uh, the comment says seriously this family is like a plague yeah they leave a wake of destruction everywhere they go and we're going to elect this woman to state office (laughs)
1: I would I would put that quote into like like pamphlet material that Veronica mails to people.
0: Yeah, two spaces between each sentence.
1: Yeah. Um it's probably from uh, Bridget Wu's family. Yeah, it's yeah. been it's kind of like it's been shared over four hundred times. Four hundred seventeen times, in fact. And um Veronica's like, Well maybe it is best if you skip this one. So it's just like, Yep. Veronica says, I'll call my team and see if they can get a handle on this. Spencer says, Okay. So Veronica well, leaves the room. Like-
0: Veronica's team should just buy Spencer a one-way ticket to Spain and say, it'll come back till after the election. (laughs) Seriously, That's what you pay us the big bucks for right there.
1: Just go to wherever we've already sent Melissa. Mm -hmm. Um, So Spencer and Caleb are alone and she's just like, I am really afraid that she's going to lose this election because of me. And Caleb says, hey, don't say that. I'll hack in the voting machines and make sure that she wins. And she's like, Caleb? And he's like, I'm kidding. And they laugh. (laughs) And I'm thinking,
0: was he? Did she mind? Hmm. Oh, these two have such amazing chemistry.
1: Yeah. Uh, Caleb's like, look, they got 400 retweets. I will get 4,000 good ones by tomorrow morning.
0: Which is Caleb's secret plan.
1: Hashtags. Yeah. Hashtags and hashtags and hashtags and hashtags. And Spencer sincerely says thank you. And he's well,
0: she's, like, She yeah. says thank you in a whisper that is right on the line of like bedroom voice, basically. Yeah. And
1: so, she's like, yeah. Well, so he kind of reaches over and like
0: touches her arm. like He gives her a little squeeze on the shoulder, yeah. I don't know. It's it's sexual it's, tension is off the charts.
1: It's a weird gesture though. I, mean, I know that oh.
0: the Haleb shippers are mad, but like every teen, every scene these two have together, it's crackling. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're hiding an affair or there's like a burgeoning attraction or like they're just friends or whatever. But I can't complain about any scenes of the two of these.
1: What happens in Madrid stays in Madrid. I mean, I, you know, if Haley you, if broke your heart, I respect that. But come on. These two have the kind of chemistry that makes you feel like you need to lie down for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so he sits back down to go back to work. And she starts to walk the door and then pauses to turn back to him. And she's like, I'm really glad that you're here. And he kind of laughs it off like, me too. And then she heads outside. I was like, holy shit. She's going out to the barn when I first watched it. She's going out to the barn. He's staying in the barn mm-hmm it's like uh-oh um in a great
0: way meanwhile at the at police, the police station, station allison is just like chilling in the uh waiting room she's still in her funeral dress yeah she's in the hallway she's got a little crumpled tissue in her hand to know that she's been crying like all day long you notice that
1: the uh bald black hipster cop is still there in the back? oh yeah he's
0: still there he opens the door and out from a little side office walks shower harvey but, In a gray yeah. trench coat. Yes. Oh yeah, walking like a terminator. I feel like we should just call him just uh, start calling her Showerbot. Showerbot, yeah, yeah.
1: She's got a little bit of. You remember that episode with uh, what's her name? Who uh, Molly Shannon? And like she didn't move her arms when she walked, and she therefore mm. became Elaine's nemesis.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Showerbot walks into this little side office here. And there's like blinds in the window. So Allie looks over and she sees Shower and Shower looks over at her and it's like frightening malevolent glare. You know, she's like staring Allie down and then she walks off. Oh, man. I love it. Uh, Even Allison, who has like seen
1: worlds burn, Mm -hmm. is like, that chick freaks me out.
0: Well, I think like, I think her head is like tiny or something. Mm -hmm. Like there's this one shot. I don't know if it's the angle or something, but her head looks super small. And it's like she's like like weirdly stacked for such like a small headed person, you know. And it's like I, I don't know if it's like it's just like something about the lens they use where like it's like you know deep focus or something. But like she she looks weird. There's something weird about her.
1: <laughs> Allison's like, look, Sarah, I don't mean this as an insult. And I don't mean it as a compliment, but you are off putting. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So then off screen, we hear Allison get called. Lorenzo's like, Allison? And the way she looks at him, but we don't see him. Um. It just it just makes me think that we're going to flashback at some point and realize that this is the moment Allison started plotting. That's what I'm always hoping, is that this is the moment Allison started her That's revenge
0: That's what you're scheme. always hoping, because Allie in this episode, mm, not my favorite.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we cut to Allison and Lorenzo in one of those meeting rooms. He's sitting, and he's just like, Severely, severely limit her ability to use her hands she couldn't have done this and I'm like, what <laughs>
0: my notes just say t-rex shower bot confirmed <laughs> <laughs> her hands are burned or they're me- mechanical something like that
1: it just you're you're gonna get a scene now where they slowly take off the glove and like show you one of her creepy burned hands and then she's gonna just start like caressing emily's cheek
0: you know that scene in terminator 2 or arnold like he, like, cuts all the skin off of his forearm, yeah, yeah, to show he's a robot. I think you're gonna get that.
1: You think, uh, at, at some point they're gonna have to break into the Karasimi group where Shower's gonna have to get her own robot hand from the future,
0: yes. <laughs> and Toby's just gonna be like, ah, 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 I can't hold this much longer, and then he's gonna die. Yeah.
2: Hasta la vista, baby, <laughs>
0: yeah. So Allison says, You're taking Sarah off the suspect list, I don't understand. Like, she's really rediscovering, like, her inner bitchy high school personality in this episode. Yeah, yeah. And Lorenzo's just, like, pondering the bullet he dodged right now. And he's like, Charlotte's death was violent. There was a struggle. Allison has,
1: has, like, aged up into like, she lives in, like, that street from Desperate Housewives now, I feel like. That's what she's become.
0: Like I feel like she's like a Southern accent away from being like Reverend Steve Newland's wife now, basically.
1: She needs to always be like nursing a glass of mint julep.
0: Mm-hmm. Heavens.
1: I do declare. And um, so
0: looks very sad. Lorenzo's just like, oh, you sure you want to hear this? And she composed herself.
1: Well, mind you, she's still probably the strongest person in the universe.
0: I right. would argue. <laughs> Allie says, I need to know what happened to my sister. And Lorenzo says, her neck was broken by blunt force trauma before she was thrown from the bell tower. So what, like a hockey stick to the back of the neck or something? Uh, that's
1: a good question. Allie seems or very robot horrified. hands. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Lorenzo says, I'm sorry, Allison. We're looking at everyone, but particularly the people Charlotte targeted. Do you think your friends could have anything to have had anything to do with Charlotte's death and Allie's just like no I don't and he's like you sure about that and Allie does not seem 100% sure this is a classic Rosewood cops move like immediately suspected girls who have a very long history of being set up for something they didn't do like they literally went to jail to, to jail being framed for something before and they're like oh yeah let's suspect them
1: Lorenzo's like I'm not gonna lie to you I have not read your file it is large
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> it is like
1: infinite just large um but there's a good moment of, of sasha that like her eyes are kind of darting around like running all those permutations i noticed that her and uh, ashley benson have some serious eye work uh matching with ashley benson and lucy hale's incredible sigh work mm. and troy and belisaro's uh expert raspy voice work um yeah, so Emily's okay. living room. Uh, there's a framed picture of Emily in like a black robe, gra- black gradu- uh, graduation cap. Sorry, I can't talk to So,
0: tonight. yeah, cap and gown. Do you think this is high school or college graduation?
1: Well, it's got to be high
0: school. Well, I was just wondering, like, would she fake a photo of her college graduation?
1: She absolutely would.
0: Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, so she moves this behind a photo of R.I.P. Wayne Fields there, because obviously she's not feeling very uh you know full of self-esteem right now she's on her phone she says oh that's great nine works i'll see you in the morning thanks she hangs up and she kind of sighs pam walks in from the the kitchen is this a new set or just like a different angle i think it's a different angle it's a different angle
1: presumably this is where they watched the news report about bethany young before toby's house blew up
0: yeah and uh pam says how was the service (laughs) And he's like um Allie said some nice things and her doctor, like the level of fucks given is mm. wonderful. Like mm. nobody cares. Yeah. Sorry, Charlotte. We care, but uh, the liar's for obvious reasons not too broken up. Right, right. Pam nods. She's kinda of fighting off her own cry face here. She's like, Oh, did you go to the cemetery? And Emily's like, No, why? Pam says, Well, the DeLorentch's plot is close to ours, so So does everyone in, in Rosewood have their own plot in the cemetery? I wonder. Uh, what sort of like glorious mausoleum do the Hastings have? That's what I want to know.
1: Uh, it's probably like just their own house. <laughs> I mean, they they might as well sell it's the space. the azaleas. Yeah, it's they might as well sell the space between their house and Allison's house as a cemetery of its own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Emily says, "No, we just we left we just left after the, the service, and there's just awkward grief hanging in the air." And Pam says, "Why don't you come with me tomorrow morning?" We could water the flowers and say hi to dad. And this is obviously making Emily uncomfortable here. And Emily says, I don't need to see where he's buried to say hi. And Pam nods. She's very sad. This is a nice work by Nia Peoples here. She says, okay, but you haven't seen it. And since the funeral, you haven't even seen his headstone. And Emily's like, I'm sorry, I can't do it tomorrow. I promised Ally I'd be available to her all day. And she really needs me. So, oh, poor Pam. It's like, you can tell Pam is, like, sensing that Emily is having a hard time coping, Mm -hmm. but she's not going to push too hard. Uh,
1: While while Pam is internally crumbling all over her own, mm -hmm. because she doesn't have her daughter to rely on here with her own grief. I mean, there were times in season one of the show where I fucking hated Pam. Yeah. And so it's like, now I I feel nothing but, like, total empathy for her.
0: Well, at first I was like, maybe Emily isn't visiting the headstone because this is some sort of, like, denial. Mm -hmm. You know, like, refusal to accept his death. But on on the rewatch, I was like, I think she maybe just feels ashamed, like she's, like, let her father down. Yeah. So she doesn't want to visit him. That was my read. No. And anyway, she says, i got going to take a shower. <laughs> oh, man. She, she's going to take a shower somewhere. Sarah Harvey just felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> yeah, she's
1: going she's to use the Sarah Harvey escape method, uh, which is uh, my least favorite chess move. <laughs> um, Emily walks past her mom towards the stairs and stops before going up. She obviously feels guilty. She kind of looks back at her mom, sees how sad she is. You know, this would be a moment where she could go and, like, connect with her. Instead, she goes up the stairs to escape into that shower anyway.
0: Well, you can you can tell they're both, like, near tears, you know? Like, this is this is rough. This is uh, R.I.P. Fields. you know? And then we're going to cut to a candle being lit by a small lighter. And we see Hannah walk in in the background into her host, hotel suite. She's a little confused by this. And Hannah's like, "Hi, sorry, I think you have the wrong room. I didn't order that because it's a waiter."
1: Uh, the and, waiter who looks like the background artist version of Adam Levine.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the waiter's—he's got like some fancy room service he's delivered here with like a lit candle. And then off-screen, I'm not even going to attempt the accent because this accent is is something. We hear Jordan, the fiance, say, "I did." And Hannah turns to see Jordan, her new fiancé. He's leaning against the door. He looks like he's 40. Um, this guy's accent. Holy shit. Like, I, I jokingly tweeted, what the fuck is this accent? And a bunch of people very nicely were like, oh, it's Australian. Is here's it? The, here's the thing. I knew it was Australian. What I meant to say was, what the fuck is this accent? That's what I'm trying to communicate here. You know, th- this scene,
1: I could not ascertain that it was Australian.
0: It just sounded
1: like some kind of pan
0: Euro trash warble. I talk to Aussies every day. I know it's supposed to be Australian. I know he is Australian, but he is borderline incomprehensible. I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is like does he normally talk this way? Is he trying to like affect something? Like is, at times it seems like maybe he was trying to do English. Yeah. But he's but he's Australian or something? I don't know.
1: Anna. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. Jordan,
0: you're not starting off well, you know, you're not putting your best foot front foot forward. I'm going to say that.
1: Well, let me let me before we get into this, let me level one compliment at Jordan and the Jordan character.
0: Mm. I
1: didn't what, think like Caleb. Nice could, teeth? I didn't think Caleb could get any cooler. Oh, um, should have. <laughs> and so Anna, well, I kind of did a screen cap here. She doesn't look what I would call genuinely happy. Um, she's just like Jordan. How did you? And then he's just like, "I got the key from your mom, eh? anyway, <laughs> mate."
0: Um, he's like, <laughs> "No, keep doing." It.
1: <laughs> I want to surprise you. I, I I don't feel like his accent is consistent either. No, it's
0: not. It's all over the place. And and I don't understand because he is Australian.
1: If you're gonna bring in like the Sherlock-esque, like let's do the text on screen, which mm-hmm. is a great thing, you might as well just subtitle. The yes,
0: I need subtitles for this guy. There were parts when I was transcribing where I was like. I don't know what the fuck he just said. When he's talking to Spencer at the dinner party. I just want Spencer to be like, okay, one more time?
1: Uh, I didn't catch any of that. I'm just going to smile and nod, Jordan. Please, yeah.
0: (laughs) And Hannah says, I thought the magazine was going to print tomorrow. So I guess he works for a magazine. That's Uh, a growth industry. And the waiter gets the fuck out of there. I hope they tip this guy. And Jordan's just like, oh, it is. It is is a boomerang. Yeah. But the cops, yeah. Sorry, Australians, in advance. Uh, the cots want to talk to you, and that trumps work for me. Um, yeah, and then my notes just say I seriously need subtitles for this dude. So they embrace, and he's like, how are you? And Hannah says, I'm better now that you're here. And they kiss. Ugh. And he nods the food.
1: <laughs> you're like Fred Savage in The Princess Bride.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> uh, skip, <laughs> skip all that mushy stuff. And Hannah says champagne what are we celebrating he's like us and he hands her a glass of champagne and he says i spoke to my uncle and he agreed to let us have the estate for the wedding and he's like in the hamptons Ugh. wow that's amazing but i
1: mean i thought italy was on the table i thought europe I was on the table
0: The fucking hamptons
1: i mean i'm sorry did madeline stowe like bequeath you <laughs> their mansion the grayson yeah. mansion
0: Uh, And and Hannah's like, wow, that's amazing, but, and Jordan's like, I'm not rushing you, but I had to come here with some good news. God, this guy's boring. And Hannah's like, I'm sorry, it's just between Charlotte's death and the cops circling us, I feel like I'm in a time warp. And he says, I don't want you to worry about that, okay? I spoke to my mom's lawyer, and he's agreed to come down here, go to the station with you. And Hannah's like, that's really not necessary. He says, I know how the cops have treated you in the past. Now we shouldn't take any chances.
1: This is the girl who missed part of her senior year because she was in county lockup.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, maybe.
0: <laughs> and says maybe we should just go back to New York tonight. And he says, Hannah, once the cops talk to you and realize you have nothing to do with this, it'll all be over. I just, I just wanted
1: Hannah to be like, you poor naive fool. I don't understand She's a like, word you're saying.
0: Have you been watching this show? Did Did you not catch up on Netflix? Maybe you need to watch 6A, maybe. I know that's yeah. not there yet. You know, there's places online.
3: Maybe,
1: maybe you're rich.
0: You can afford iTunes.
1: Maybe in a couple of years when Australia can afford Netflix. I am yeah. so sorry, Australians. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> she's like, I just want this day to be over. And he's like, Well, Australians, you had a bad day. I don't mean I'm not really large. Um and Then he goes over to the various <laughs> dishes and starts. An- Is that just how we're going to do his lines? <laughs> oh, I would love to do that. Um, because yeah. there's no subtitles on the podcast, <laughs> so he starts uncovering them like a smarmy entitled foreign guy, and he's like Fettuccino from Bafazar?
0: and she kind of chuckles. And I had goes, to listen that line like five times to try to yeah. figure out what the fuck he was saying. He uncovers another edition. He's well, like Frase Sal from Dina Doloka. Hannah's like laughing at this, like it's funny or something. Is this well, a New York thing?
1: It's gotta be. I, I, I think
0: I on. think what I've gathered from reading other people's you know comments is that he's like presenting her food that he like either he's pretending it's new york cuisine or like he brought it himself from new york like one of the two so my initial
1: theory especially as he uncovers the last one he says and a red velvet cupcake from the Greenwich bakery as i was like oh boom that's actually from lucky leon's and he's just making it up that was my first thought okay hmm. all this is off he's just making it up i the guess the are... option sorry go ahead oh so the other option is that he literally just imported all this bullshit and maybe Balthazar and Dina DeLuca have special meaning to her besides just being rich tokens. I mean, honestly, at this point, I would rather that Hannah was dating Patrick Bateman.
0: Our Twitter pal, Sarah C. I love, I love this quote. She says, it's easy to confuse the best restaurants in the world for love. <laughs> that is just fucking savage. I love
1: that. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well done.
0: Yeah. So uh, Hannah gets up, smile, big long hub. Uh, right, official thumbs down on Jordan. Sorry, Hannah Banana, you're way too cool to get followed away in the Hamptons like some boring rich guy's trophy. Uh, I mean, have you seen Revenge? Seriously, have you seen it? No bueno. Yeah. Uh, so the line that's playing the song as the scene is ending
1: is, "And I found love when it wasn't supposed to be, and it's not supposed to be here." Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, let's check in with our favorite literary sad sack of shit, Ezra Fitz.
0: Oh, man, yeah, door opens, and there's, like, stubbly Ezra. He's very alarmed to see Arya outside. She's looking fierce. Mm-hmm. He's like, Arya, hey, uh, come in. And Arya's <laughs> like, "Uh, I only have a minute. I'm on my way to the airport. I just <sighs> I just need to stop by and clear the air before I leave. Clear in the air. <laughs> She's changed into a blue denim blouse and a white skirt. Yeah. She's got this massive necklace. Uh, made of like rope cords and like acrylic plastic and silversmith animal teeth, like it's crazy. Vaguely <laughs> southwestern.
1: It's weird, like upcycle fashion. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Ezra has the moth Henley of giving up on.
1: <laughs> so, the only thing that I would add uh, to Ezra's wardrobe in six B is that at the start of each scene, by the end of each scene, he should have like two to four more stains.
0: <laughs> Cheeto stains, yeah.
1: And like the handprint, like where he wiped it on his like his side or whatever.
0: Yeah, he's obviously terrified of her because she seems pretty intense. Well, she so she's does, Aria. She does her patented quick check behind her. I gotta say, I thought while I was recapping this, I was like, "What if I did a supercut of every time Arya looked behind her?" And then I thought, "That's insane." What song would you set that to? I was gonna go with the uh, the track called "The Kiss" on the Last Mohican soundtrack. Whoa! I am just ponder that. I'm just trying to it.
1: picture. i just trying to picture how you would be beloved by a certain sad quotient on the internet if mm-hmm. you did anything remotely representing an Ezria video to the music from the end of Last
0: of the Mohican. But well, just the looks over the shoulders. I feel like Lucy would be like, "That's amazing. Here's a restraining order,"
1: yeah. which Ezra's like, "Stay alive. I will find you. I also, get that. out
0: <laughs> now." Yeah, Aria says, we didn't see each other the night that Charlotte was killed. You didn't call me. I didn't leave the hotel. We didn't walk or talk or go anywhere. Understood? And he raises his eyebrows, like, trying to act like he doesn't give a shit. And he's like, whatever you say, Arya. And she pieces out. He's probably pretty relieved that she didn't, she didn't see the wet spot forming around his crotch there. Yeah, think about I that.
2: Just-
1: I just wish that, like, at the start of this season, half season, someone took him aside and they were like, Ian, here's your move this season. Jack from Lost. Like, when the <laughs> shit was going
0: bad, I want you there. That's just like. You want to get my father down here? <laughs> if I'm drunker than him.
1: Yeah. So after the commercial, it's the next day. You see our established shot that we're going to be inside the Hollis Medical Center.
0: Well, this is on, like, Main Street Rosewood. It's just like and some random then, office. And uh, then, pause for you to have a boner. We get oh, a shot of yes.
1: Emily getting her blood taken. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you're out there, if you're listening, if you're a cool, smart girl who is in the phlebotomy, here's Benji's number. 5 Phlebotomy? Yeah. Phlebotomy is the uh, whatever of taking blood.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised it's you don't that know that you know that, and I yeah. don't know that.
1: Yeah. Well, I try to understand you better.
0: So. I just like having my blood drawn. So sue me. It's fun to watch it go into the the little thing. Apparently, you don't share those feelings.
1: Anyway, Emily looks like she's about to vomit, and the nurse is like, "Well,
0: she's winch- wincing. She's looking away." Yeah,
1: yeah. And nurse is like, "That hurt," and Emily's like, "No, I just never very good with needles." And nurse is, "Oh, you'll get used to them.
0: The injections
1: too." And Emily's like, "Crazy eyes." And so she's like, the nurse says, so are you in school or working? And I was like, well, um, work and school. Uh, I've got a couple classes left before I graduate. And the nurse <laughs> has her kind of hold the gauze while she.
0: Emily looks like up. incredibly guilty when she's saying this, even though the nurse isn't even paying attention.
1: Yeah. yeah. The nurse is like, so you're going to uh, Hollis? And I was like, oh, no, Pepperdine. I'm actually in San Diego now, though, for work.
0: And the nurse it's is surprised. Such a bad liar. She is
1: getting like massively worse as the episode this whole
0: episode is Emily's. just like hand me a shovel I'm going to dig deeper
1: well at one point I'm like Emily you should feel bad that your mom is not picking up on your lies Mm -hmm. like you should be concerned about whatever Pam's going through and so the nurse is a little concerned or whatever she's like "Uh, uh, well Well, you live in California you're doing your treatments here and Emily's like is that bad and there's like well travel puts a lot of stress on the body it's really best to complete your treatments in one place Will that be a problem?
0: Emily goes straight up cross-eyed at this point. (laughs) Emily's like, no, no problem. I just, I really need this to work. And the nurse says, I'm sure everything will be fine. We'll see you tomorrow, okay? Emily nods, and the nurse leaves, and Emily just feels guiltier than usual for lying. So what the hell is going on here? What are these treatments for? Well, there's the theories. Well, it seems, let me break down the kind of facts that we have before we get into the theories. It seems like it's semi elective, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem life threatening or anything. She, she needs them to work for whatever I, this is to be like cured or managed or whatever. I don't
1: think it's cancer.
0: And I, I feel like if it was to... like malignant cancer, this nurse would be like, yeah, we need to talk about that. You know, she's like, oh, I need them to work. Like, it, it just seems too casual for it to be something like really serious. It seems, it seems like something short-term where she's expecting this to, like, oh, it worked. Now I'm okay. You know? Well, I don't think it's
1: cancer solely because of the revelation that another character makes to Emily in a few scenes. And I mm-hmm. don't think Emily will ever be going through something that serious like somebody else. I think on the, on the face of it, her problems will seem frivolous compared to somebody who might have actually survived cancer. Um yeah. But I feel like the other artifact that I can't shake loose is that shot from the trailer of her being held down in a hospital gown while screaming.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what that means. I mean, to me, this seems like something that she has elected to do. I don't know what. I mean, a popular theory now is that she's selling her eggs. Mm. I mean, Two popular theories. One is MS, which mm. I could buy. I, I know somebody around the same age who has MS, so I could see that. Uh, the other is that she's like selling her eggs or something. I, I have no idea. Maybe it's like she just has, like, lesbian TV tropes, basically. You know, she has to have a sickness. Um, I don't know. But I I don't think it's anything life-threatening. That's the vibe I get. It, Emily doesn't seem that concerned with it.
1: It just seems like it, it, if it was life-threatening, at some point, Emily would have broken down and, you know, told her mom or her friends. Well,
0: especially like when we get to her monologue later. It That's just not the vibe I get, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that... Selling her eggs to have money to go back to college or something. I guess I could see that because she like, that blew, would her, be blew her inheritance. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So outside Spencer's barn, we're going to see that we're going to be inside Spencer's barn. Where Hannah and Allison are over and Spencer's reading a copy of the police report of Charlotte's murder. Spencer's extra ass being cute in the scene. And she's like, the flowers placed in her hand to make it look like a suicide. Her fingernails were wiped clean. So were her hands. And Hannah's like, I'm so sorry, Allie and spencer kind of like looks off to the side like this really means something more to her because she's spencer and Allison's like who would do something like this and Hannah's just like sarah harvey
0: sarah harvey
1: um and Allison's like well the police can't see how she could push them off the building if she can barely hold a fork
0: well oh, i gotta I just, say real quick i just want to say interesting the way it's shot there where hannah's talking like Allie and Allie and hand are talking in the background, but the camera focuses on Spencer in the ho- foreground the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Where she's like spacing out, like hmm, like something's. She's thinking of something right now. Yeah. Well,
1: there's there's not a there's not a development that could happen in this mystery that could be grounded around anyone that Spencer can't feel guilty about in some way. Mm-hmm. um also i would love a scene like exterior rosewood main street where emily finally confronts shower harvey and talks about their relationship and this and that and finally like emily storms off and then you get hannah from around the corner like hey sarah think fast and she like throws a fork at sarah's face <laughs> Ow! Oh, why did you do that um <laughs> talks about the fork thing and hannah's like well maybe she's lying about that so i just like or maybe she had
0: well, thinking, you know, I I I know it's not nice to uh make fun of somebody who doesn't have the use of their hands, but the idea of shower not being able to use utensils, it just fills me with joy. I don't know why. Like what if what if she just eats with her face now? <laughs> like it's a pie eating contest or I was something.
1: She's going to say a pie eating contest. Like
0: like she's just totally feral and she's just like do oh I look feral? it's my meal you know she's like gobbles it down and then like her comfort bro has to wipe her face afterwards
1: well that scene only works to me if it's like she has reformed she is good and her and emily go on a date <laughs> At like a fancy restaurant
0: with just... the guy there yeah she's Sarah like don't just... mind don't mind him
1: Sarah just goes face deep into some soup
0: mm-hmm. how do you of milkshakes now I'm going to need a moment. I'm a T-Rex. Yeah. And Allie says, either way, they took her off the suspect list. And Hannah says nothing. She kind of looks at Spencer. And Allie's like, Aria left town quickly. (laughs) Spencer's like, she had to get back to work. And Allie says, well, she was still angry with Charlotte. Hannah says nothing. And Spencer's like, she wasn't angry. She was scared. And she said everything that she needed to say up on that stand. And Allie's like, I saw her dad this morning. He said that she left one town one day earlier than planned.
1: Well, a lot of people pointed out, I would fucking love to see that scene. I know. Where Allison and Byron (laughs) run into each other in town.
0: Where's (laughs) your daughter? You know what I'm capable of.
1: And Like Byron's walking out of BevMo and he's so spooked that he drops his bottle of fancy scotch. (laughs) And he's like, great, I can't
0: afford another. (laughs) That was a $40 bottle. (laughs) So she looks at Hannah again, Allie does. And he was, like, biting her tongue, like, is Allie picking up on something here? I mean, oh, I, guess, I,
1: I absolutely think that she's just trying to get them riled up and see what happens.
0: I I, I can only assume that Allie, she's picking up on something. She doesn't know what exactly, mm-hmm. but there's something here she doesn't like. And so she's going to keep pressing that, you know, that button. Mm-hmm. And Spencer is basically saying nothing to Alex back to her, and she's like, I was hoping you guys would come to dinner tonight. And they both do this funny thing, uh, Hannah and, em- and Spencer, where they're, like, trying to mask their disappointment at this request. Uh-huh. And Allie's just like, Emily, Caleb, Jordan, too. And dinner night just got even worse for Hannah. And Allie's just like, I could really use the company. It's been lonely in that house. She's like, Jesus Christ, sell it off and get on with your life, Allie.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Spencer puts a hand on her shoulder, and she's like, sure. And Allie looks over to Hannah, who, like, basically has to say yes now. Uh-huh. And she's like, "What should we bring? Yay!" And Allie's just so grateful. I was like, "That's very good."
1: I was, I really proud of Spencer to like go out of her way to try to do this comforting gesture because I feel like Allison has been such a fucking nightmare person to Spencer. Mm-hmm. The only like genuine moment where Spencer overcame that, and by doing this was able to like surpass whatever she felt from Alice and whatever inferiority. What was on just on the porch when Arya is like going to the button jar and Spencer's talking about like, well if you like Lorenzo, mm-hmm. go go climb him like a tree or whatever, you know. Um it's not like Allison, from Spencer's perspective really deserved it.
0: No. Yeah, I was just gonna say, is it me or is there something weird about the makeup in this episode? Uh I'm
1: not crazy about Hannah's. Well, I feel it like they're trying to make Allie
0: weird. look just like, like I don't know, really cried out or something. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, it's like too much. Maybe it's just like, you know, the high, the high def or something. She just looks strange. Like, you can see the makeup. I don't know.
1: But I think it's also probably still an experimental phase. It's gotta be weird mm-hmm. to film 610 and the next week film 611.
0: I know, yeah. With, that's With
1: five years having passed.
0: <laughs> I feel like when we eventually get to season seven, it's going to feel suddenly different, even if it's picking right back up, because they've actually had some time to like, think about their characters in a different way now.
1: Well, and you know? I would think that when you go into your writer's room at the start of season six, never mind that you have your schedule laid out, we're going we're gonna to break 20 episodes, they're all going to be filmed like, like right after one after another, but there's going to be like a five month break in which five years will have passed. That's hard enough to do. But at some point, you have to know that you're basically, whether you want it or not, writing to, like, hashtags,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and, and the internet, like, like voice machine. So, I mean, I think that's kind of why you would play, like, spalab cards so close to your, your chest. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, the PLL is very good about, like... Is there a real purpose of this? Can it dredge something up? Can we have a good moment with the characters? But on the one hand, like you want that kind of TV titillation. Like you want to be able to play a few episodes of every time Spencer and Caleb do something normal, you can cut to Hannah's face where she's like <laughs> dying inside or whatever. Anyway, yeah. so dying inside.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go to a uh, little publishing office in Boston here.
1: The uh, the publisher of the Joanna Fluke books.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, cinnamon roll murder, I think, is the poster on the wall. Delicious. Yeah. We see Aria. She's at her desk. She's got a copy of Austin on her desk in front of her. Her phone rings. It's Allie. Uh, she declines. No, no picture listed. No picture for Allie. Harsh. It's just a black void. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, she
1: declines that. Some bespectacled dude sits in the keyboard next to her. This is
0: Liam. Liam has a copy of even
1: the Le- Le- uh California on his desk. There's like a glass partition between their cubicles. He kind of knocks on them. He's like, welcome back, Montgomery. Oh, and nice uh, she, she seems so pleased with herself. And she's like, good morning, Mr. Green.
0: Oh, they're uh, so subtle and professional.
1: I feel like Arya gets off on her secret office romance that no one is in the dark
0: about. That's the only reason it's happening. So yeah. this guy is one of those guys that calls girls by their last name. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this guy pretensions of a goatee, basically, like one of hipster type thing. Very,
1: very hipster-esque.
0: Yeah, Mr. Green. This is Liam Green. A uh, woman walks by. who's Arya's boss, Jillian. She says, staff meeting, two minutes. And Arya's like, be right there. So everybody in the office gets up to follow Jillian. But Liam and Aria lag behind. And as soon as the others are out of sight, they start smooching. Mm-hmm. Because Aria needs, needs she needs something secretive and forbidden to mm. even romance a guy. Mm-hmm. uh Also, there's still like another guy, like in the deep background. Yes. So they're, they're as terrible as ever about like doing shit on the DL. Mm-hmm. And Ari's like, mm, God, I miss you. And he says, I missed you too. And Ari's like, and this, oh, I'm sorry, and this. And Liam says, what work? And Ari's like, yeah, work. Boston normalcy.
1: Her eyes go hilariously wide at the word normalcy. Mm-hmm.
0: Normalcy is not a word
1: that should even be in Ari's vocabulary. That is not on her syllabus. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, Liam's just like, yeah, I still can't believe what happened. Like, are you okay? Or are you freaked out? And he's like, no, I'm okay. Kind of freaked out. But mainly, I'm just glad to get back to regular life. And they hear a noise and look because that, like, dude who's still there is, like, walking towards them. So Ari, like, quickly pulls away and tries to act cool.
1: Well, like, how annoying for this guy. They don't even, like
0: properly pretend to not be doing pda all right he's like oh we should get to that meeting he says yeah we should oh how was ezra Fitz? did you talk to him and he's like briefly he's thinking (laughs) about giving back that advance
1: all right he's like smell my fingers um liam's like oh jillian's not gonna like that and i like no she won't
0: uh oh oh, liam you were dead before the ship even sank
1: (laughs) yeah um Real quick note: We'll get to her in a minute. Uh, Jillian is played by Clea Scott, who's been in a ton of things, but she spent a season on Millennium, which is the X Files like pseudo spinoff starring Lance Henriksen and the always great Terry O'Quinn. Um, so somewhere at Hollis, Emily's like sitting uh, on or is that an outside parking? I don't think this is
0: Hollis. I think this is still Main Street Rosewood. Okay, it's just near the Hollis Medical Center. She's trying to validate her parking. So, won't accept her credit card.
1: So, in in how small cities work. Probably at some point, there was a rich guy named Hollis who just gave out a lot of money and therefore his name got on everything, probably.
0: Yeah, or it's like an adjunct, you know? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, since when do you need to validate parking in Rosewood? Is this like a five years later thing? Because <laughs> I feel like the liars just wantonly parked everywhere they felt like all the time. After the city went bankrupt
1: because of the uh, police department's rampant okay. over budget expenses.
0: Yeah, so only keeps she's getting very frustrated. Keeps jamming her credit card in to no avail. Credit card not valid. As the machine keeps saying, "Uh, and she looks like she's about to break down, basically." And then, oh, hey, it's Sabrina, the pot chef from it's played the by Lulu. Yeah, she happens to walk by, played by Lulu Brood. She's like, "Oh, is it broken?" I'm so glad they brought this character back. Yeah, I mean, I know people well, like always hate the new characters, but I feel like Nicole and Sabrina from Six A. Those are both solid characters, you know.
1: Even Nicole, do you think?
0: yeah yeah nicole r.i.p nicole she'll be back uh, they never found the body
1: i like sabrina because she is i i feel like she's probably the least pretentious character (laughs) ever on this show ever um and she's also like the last character you would expect which makes her perfect
0: exactly yeah so she comes over she's like oh is it broken and emily's like um yeah yeah i don't i don't know maybe and Sabrina's like, oh, you're Emily, right? Because everybody knows who Rosewood oh. knows who these girls are.
1: Nervous head nod galore from Emily.
0: <laughs> Sabrina's like, oh, these things can be finicky sometimes. Let me try. And she tries the card. Oh, it worked. Emily, she's rummaging in her wallet. She's wearing embarrassed. She's like, I'm sorry. I, I don't have cash on me right now. Sabrina's like, oh, it's not a problem, really. And Emily's like, thank you. And she takes a parking slip. She looks like she's just like about to start crying right now. And Emily's, or Sabrina's like, are you okay? And he says, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. And she takes off. Emily or Sabrina, she looks after her. She's a little concerned. For some reason, it didn't take me until like the second scene with Sabrina to be like, oh, I see what they're doing here. What? A of interest.
1: Okay. So I know a lot of people had that theory. What I like about it is, per our theory, Emily is not real. She is. <laughs> Spencer's imagined self. So the fact that she could potentially be a love interest to Troyan's best friend. There you go. Is so weird and incestuous that it's kind of perfect.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh So on Main Street, rosewood Hannah and Jordan are going for a stroll, and Jordan's like, "So, we're gonna bring out? This to you. <laughs> yeah,
0: something about sushi. Fuck when off. Sushi at a dinner party? Uh-huh. You monster." And Hannah's like, the only tuna you're going to find in this town is out of a can. He says, then I guess Thai food is out of the question, too.
1: Why don't you just wrap money in bread and serve that <sighs> you fucking bastard? Know, let me
0: shit all over your small town for not being New York. And uh, Hannah's like, unless you want to go back to New York, if we leave now, we can make an 8 o'clock reservation. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah, and he stops and looks at her and he says, are you worried about spending the night with Allison or introduce me to Caleb? Because that's well, how he pronounces it.
1: She's like, I just don't want Caleb to pity me. Also, it seems the shot changes. We get Jordan standing in front of the church, the phallic hall of weirdness and murder in Rosewood. So I feel like they want Jordan to somewhat be on the table as not only annoying, but potentially suspicious.
0: Uh, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't take this guy seriously. (laughs) Um, And Hannah's like, both.
1: (laughs) I just want Ian to come back from the dead
0: to be like, really, bro? Really? Burn. Yeah, Hannah says both because she's confident enough to admit that, you know. Yeah. And he says, "I'll be on my best behavior, okay? All right, keep the conversation light, and we'll leave right after dinner, deal." And Hannah's like, "Yeah, fine, but if we're going there, we're not just bringing food." And she turns around and smirks because they're walking into a Rosewood Grape Wine because PLL is still brought to you by booze,
1: which I'm sure Ashley Marin is like the shopper of the century there. I just want that place to be called the Haunted Vineyard. <laughs> Um, so in Spencer's barn, she's sitting at a table on her laptop reading stuff. Caleb's like bringing them both tea because they're just so adorably domestic. Being
0: a good BF, yeah. Uh, Spencer says the police think that the were,
1: was, murder, was, murder was premeditated. That's why they're looking at us. And let's get real. These two could just read true crime books to each other and it'd be the hottest fucking thing you'd ever witnessed. Oh, just wait. Yeah, Caleb chuckles and he's like, all right, let them look. Let's see that you put th- what happened behind
0: you. You've moved on. Yeah, which sense,
1: he's forgotten how the rosa police Department
0: yeah, since Spencer says you know it hasn't been that easy and he's just like going to therapy isn't a strike against you he had a lot to overcome he's so supportive he's like essence of Beth, best boyfriend you know? yeah
1: yeah essence of best boyfriend sprayed all over you
0: i think a, there's favorite. a lot of uh lucas lee from scott pilgrim leaking into my caleb impression
1: which one is lucas lee
0: uh let me see if I can remember. It's a, Sometimes I'll let him do the wide shots when I get in plays in my whinny. <laughs> Chris Evans, yeah. Okay. And Spencer says, I'm still overcoming it. And he says, it's not going to make anybody think you're capable of murder. Spencer says, no, this might. And she turns her laptop around to show him something. He's like, what is this? And she says, it's a paper that I wrote my sophomore year at Georgetown. Each of us had to do a case study on a unique murder. And I did mine on a woman who was killed on her wedding night. This is such classic Spencer. Like, what the hell is this class?
1: So, yeah, yeah. It's He looks at the paper. It's called Newlywed Murder. It happened in Texas, in 1973. Uh, let me just pitch a theory. because This is going to come up a lot. This entire subplot is all about the fact that Spencer found a paper she did in college, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And she would like credit for it from <laughs> the people she knows, even if it means that she might have to take a murder
0: rap. Well, she drops the uh, sexiest uh, non-sequitur ever. She says... Did you know that it's human instinct to go head first when you leap to your death? Caleb's just like, I have the weirdest boner right now. (laughs) No, he says, no. Drinks casually. He's so into it.
2: Mm. She says,
0: well, it is. And later on, they discovered that her neck was broken before she fell. She was found holding her bridal bouquet and her fingernails fingernails were wiped clean. Charming. Caleb's like, what was this class for? (laughs) Yeah, it's murder school, Caleb. It's yeah. learning how to commit a perfect murder. That's what Ge- you do in college. Georgetown
1: Murder School. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she says it's for criminology. Look, that's exactly the way Charlotte died. What if somebody knows that I wrote this paper? They know my history here and they're trying to set me up. And he's like he's trying to like pause her shame loop and he's just like Spencer, breathe. So she kind of sits back down and he's like I
0: would have yeah. point he doesn't say Spencer, he
1: says Spence. Oh, sorry, sorry, Spence. Spence. Which either You're in, when you say Spence, or you're trying to get in. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at you, Sober Coach Dean. Um, He says, being back here is making you paranoid. Nobody's trying to hurt you, okay? Except for maybe Hannah. He's like, I'm telling you, this is all just one big coincidence because i am apparently hit my head.
0: And she (laughs) says, I don't think the police are going to see it that way. I mean, knowing Rosewood cops, no. No, they will not. No, (laughs) Even their dumbest cop will still see it that way the Interesting thing about these early six B episodes we're seeing—it's kind of like in the first season again, where they—they they haven't really rebuilt that friendship support system yet. Yeah, yeah. So they're not confiding and relying on each other like they should be. Like Spencer has Caleb, but she's not telling this to like you know Hannah, and Arya, and whatnot, well, Emily.
1: And, and very much like like the first season because they ha- all have these very unique plot lines that are just mm-hmm. them.
0: Well, I, I think. It's going to take an A message, like a new A message for them to go all the way back in together. You know, it's like they're, they're still resisting that, that siren call of the liar bond at this point.
1: And I love, I mean, to me, season five was such a fantastic, like, paradigm shift of the show. The fact that, like, like seemingly a dies in the first episode. Mm-hmm. they blow up Toby's fucking house and then you get the return of the A message. and I remember when we watched I still remember billy we fucking cheered, like we stood up and cheered, and it's like I like that it's not in, it's not like they're following the pattern exactly. you know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. weren't sitting outside of the the sem- the funeral like last week and getting the A text or whatever. I like that it's it's building its way back. So after the commercial, we're in Jillian's office. It's just her, uh, Aria, and Liam now. And Jillian's getting up, coming around the desk, talk to Aria, and she's just like, "You told me you had a relationship with this person." Which, <laughs> uh, so she immediately, Aria immediately looks at Liam. Uh, also, Aria is dressed like some kind of high fashion '80s punk rocker here. Um, like I expected her to be in that that movie, *Jubilee*, or like *Return of the Living Dead* or something. And she's like, uh, "Ezra Fitz was my high school English teacher."
0: And so, I, so they don't know about the real relationship.
1: Would I you not, advertise that?
0: I'm betting Liam knows next to nothing about Arya. Like I got. I, I suspect they probably haven't been dating for that long.
1: Well, look at him. If Arya just pulled back the mask a little bit, it would break him in half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's never. He's never encountered a woman like her. Um. So Julian says, and he told you he's going to give the advance back, and Arya's like, well. He said he's thinking about it, so Jillian gets her own sigh in there. And Arya's like, "You heard about what happened to his girlfriend? He's not in a good place right now." And Jillian's like, "No writer's ever in a good place, are ya? I thought the teacher angle would help, but perhaps that's the problem. Maybe Fitz isn't taking you seriously because you were his student. Oh, Liam, she I could want
0: murder. You to, she could murder her boss right now.
1: Liam, I want you to take over. And Arya's just like, "I will eat your heart out of
0: your chest." I love that line. Like, maybe he isn't taking you seriously because you you were a student. Like, if Arya explains why Ezra would take her seriously, then Jillian won't take her seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she wants Liam to take over. And it's a little awkward between the two of them now. And Arya's like, take over. And Liam's like, uh, Jillian, it's not Arya's fault. She went to testify at the hearing, and there was a murder in this town. And before he could go any further, Arya cuts him off. Why do you think she cuts him off?
1: Well, I don't think she wants to go into any of that, but also mm. I choose to think that Arya's not going to be defended by anyone.
0: Yeah, and she's like, "Liam's right," and he looks over at her, feeling like maybe a little confused or ambushed, and she's like, "I just I got really distracted, but it won't happen again." And Jillian's kind of naughty, not really buying it, and Arya's just like, "Jillian, I know this offer, author, I can get through to him better than anyone else. Tell her why, Arya." And Jillian's just like, "This isn't personal, Arya." I just want somebody to bring back the book we paid for, Liam. you can stay, and she sits down. Arya just got dismissed,
1: yeah, meaning, meaning Arya, you can go, yeah, yeah, um yeah, so Arya's making I don't a think
0: Aria's gonna last a season at this job. that's my prediction.
1: I have some questions about the uh her job in the publishing industry here, so uh Aria and Liam exchange a look, and Arya does her kind of eye roll look away. I can't
0: believe this shit, look, she mm-hmm. walks out of the office, um was well, like she so, walks to the door, stops like really? I had to go? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, finally walks out.
1: Yeah. Uh. So, based on the cubicle nature of where they sit, I somehow, and I guess I don't know the publishing industry all that well. I guess maybe because it's a small publisher. Would she be an editor? Like, why would she be... I I just assume that starting just out of college, she's probably, like, a reader or something.
0: Uh, who knows what she does. I don't know.
1: Um, I just don't... I don't know. I guess I'm shocked to think... Because she wouldn't even have been like working for the company presumably when Ezra's first book was published doesn't seem like it no
0: um so maybe the brew. interning I don't
1: know. maybe the brew emily walks in the front door and you know i'm confused because was that wall outside the front door always
0: there like shouldn't that be across the street anyway i don't know i can cross reference it if you want
1: um so Anyway, Sabrina's like chilling over in the liar's nook. And so Emily walks up to her and she's just like, hey, Sabrina. And Sabrina's like, hey, hi. And you know, Emily's like, do you have a second? And Sabrina says, sure. And Emily's like, um, Ezra says that you manage the place now. And Sabrina says, <laughs> he put me in charge when he and Nicole went to Columbia. They thought it'd be a month-long thing. Hell of a way to get the promoted. Okay, and so it's,
0: it's Columbia. Not yeah. the safest country on earth. No. Sorry, no, Columbia. I mean, no I mean, shade or anything, but there's like a low-level travel warning for Americans there. Stay in urban areas. Kidnappings used to be more frequent, but they still happen.
1: Well, number one industry, drugs. Number two, kidnapping. Number three, Habitat
0: for Humanity.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, the controversial, the the
0: travel warning on the like you know State Department site basically says stay out of rural areas and small towns. Like, stay in the the cities, you know,
1: where you're not building Habitat for Humanity.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Emily nods and she makes this really funny, like bug eyed concern face. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) and she's like. Yeah, well, I won't keep you. I just wanted to stop by and ask you a favor. She's doing, uh, she's looking like Arya right now. She's very nervous.
1: Well, Sabrina says sure, and I'm just like, um, could you not tell anyone that you saw me outside the medical center today? And so I remember that scene where Ezra like takes a shit on Sabrina to Spencer, <laughs> you know, and then I, I where Ezra's
0: <laughs> like, let me tell you about my employee's secrets.
1: Yeah. Sabrina completely redeems herself when she says to Emily, I'm not quite sure who I would tell. <laughs> Meaning, who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Emily's like, I know, it's just my mom comes here sometimes and my friends, and I'm just generally shady. And Sabrina's like, yeah, I won't say anything. Let me just thing." So, mission accomplished. Emily starts to leave, and Sabrina's like, Emily, I had cancer. And Emily gives her this look like, and? like she's like her eyes start like darting around like she's looking for contacts like it might have slipped and fallen on the floor so
0: so that's what the medical pot was for presumably did they all set this up in advance like did they know they were going here i'm very curious
1: well i mean i think uh on on twitter sweetest a said you know it's quite possibly was cancer candy or maybe it was just a happy coincidence or Mm. i'm just
0: well no ezra said she had it for medical reasons Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm Sorry,
1: I'm just flashing back to Toby staring at his hand after he ate all those gummy bears.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, So Sabrina says,
1: several years ago, I didn't want people to know. I didn't want them to think of me as the sick girl with cancer. But I learned the hard way you need to support when you're going through something like that. I don't know what I would have done without my family, my friends. I don't want to make any assumptions about what you're going through. And Emily's just like, her face is like, oh my God, why is she talking to me about this? Mm -hmm. Emily's like, no, I'm... I'm sorry you had to deal with that, but I'm fine.
0: Oh, what a bitch.
1: Yeah, and the last thing I need to do is give my mom something else to worry about. Not if you understand.
0: Yeah, Sabrina's like, well, I feel shitty now. (laughs) She's like, okay. He says, okay. She takes off. Sabrina's still watching her with concern, and I just gotta think, like, are they setting something up here? Mm -hmm. Like, why are you here, Sabrina? Wouldn't it be awesome if she was A? Yes. Like, that would be super sneaky. Like, if she was just randomly, like, kind of like the nice manager at the brew and she was just kind of there and you never really questioned it. And then like suddenly like, Oh yeah, she's the new way.
1: I, I would prefer that to her being like the Gunther of central perk here. <laughs> um, and I was like, woo, you know, for a minute there, I honestly thought Emily was going to sh- try his best friend out of existence. Mm-hmm. Um, so Allison's house, Emily's already over helping Allison set up because of course the invitation said six. I'm sure Emily was there at three.
0: Because, as, uh, as we all know, 23-year-olds have, like, fancy dinner parties.
1: Of course. Of course. She In the house where, I don't know, how many people have died? How many people have disappeared? How many, like, cyber ninjas have been, like, secretly living in the basement?
0: Well, it's, it's so funny that they're all 23 now, and they all have such fancy jobs. Like, 23, for most people, not the greatest time in their life. You know? It's right. kind of like... Nobody really likes to think about when they are 23 that much. Once you're once you're older, you just kind of like, yeah, let's just kind of sweep that one aside. is like,
1: did I ever tell you mistakes
0: guys, were made? Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the
1: time that the ghost of Mona haunted me over Christmas? Anywho, cast the baked beans. Um, so Hannah and Jordan walk in. Hannah's like, "Hi," and they're like carrying like trays of food and shit. And he's like, "Oh wow, you guys bring enough food." And Hannah's like, "Oh, there's more." And then Spencer and Caleb walk in from another room, and Spencer's like.
0: Hey Hannah,
1: hi Jordan. Hannah looks over at Spence like she's like loading a gun in front of her. She's about to point at her.
0: So Spencer, well, you can Jordan... see like her blood pressure just spiked right there. You know? Yeah,
1: Spencer and Jordan hug. Jordan says "Hey" with too many
0: syllables, and Spencer's like, "Oh, so good to see you." And Jordan's like, "Oh, you yeah, too." Well, then, I gotta uh, wonder. You know, there's all these spalid vibes right now. It still seems like there's romance vibes between Hannah and Canada. I'm sorry, Caleb and Hannah too. Well, because they also
1: have so much chemistry that like your lab's going to explode at the thought of it but like the thing about spencer and caleb here is they like you mentioned last week they just feel
0: so in sync like so lived in yeah Well, i don't think hannah is ready to see caleb date somebody else she may think she's ready but she's not especially not spencer when you have to wonder too at any
1: point with any of her insecurities at play did hannah ever wonder if like like, why is somebody like Caleb with me? He should be with somebody like Spencer. You know what I mean? When, when you're at your
0: lowest, and you try to days. see why
1: the person you're with it would ever be into you. Mm.
0: By the way, that wall and the fruit was always there. In okay. the door. Um, okay. So,
1: uh, Hannah kind of, like, takes a breath and, like, summons up the strength and steps in to introduce Jordan and Caleb, who were already sizing each other up. And Hannah's just like, uh, Jordan, this is Caleb, Caleb, Jordan. And Jordan's like, I finally get to meet the Caleb Rivers. And Jordan then like he shakes Caleb's hand really oh, the weirdly.
0: way he shakes it yeah a little too friendly a little it's p- it's a, very aggressively um, really? and he he kind of he holds his hand in a weird way where he's holding it straight out so Caleb it has to bend his wrist awkwardly to shake properly
1: well I can't tell if they're about to arm wrestle or do like a thumb war mm-hmm. and Caleb's like yeah it's nice to meet you well Stop do you think my hand that
0: way do you think Spencer's maybe a little invested in the whole Jordan uh, Hannah thing. Just to, like, you know, keep that, like, like keep Caleb out of the equation there? I don't know.
1: Would not shock me. Bo, I think we learned from Troy that Spencer is... Uh,
0: a nymphomaniac. <laughs> that, too. She lives to the extreme.
1: She finds a way to be happy for her friends, regardless of who they're with, even mm-hmm. if they're with Ezra. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Say what you will about Jordan. He's no Ezra that we know of.
0: Um. At least Ezra is, I don't know, interesting in its horribleness. Jordan's just boring. Get out! Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they introduce each other, the weird handshaking. I finally get to meet the Caleb Rivers. And Caleb's just like, Yeah, it's nice to meet you. And Jordan's like, Any chance you want to help me get the last lo- load of food out of the car? And Caleb's like, Uh, oh, yeah. How much did you guys bring? And he's like, ha, I know. I come from a big family. All was over order. And also, he does. I'm this- kind
1: of a rich asshole.
0: He does this super possessive thing while he's saying this where he has to put his arm around Hannah and pull her close as he's, like, staring Caleb down. Yeah. And basically, Caleb's just like, oh, I win by default because you're showing weakness.
1: The people who show weakness don't ever really realize that they're showing weakness because they think they're showing strength.
0: Anyway, I I have to wonder, like, that had to be intentional that they're like, yeah, make sure you put your arm around Hannah and keep patting her shoulder because you're obviously a little insecure meeting the old bro, you know? Yeah yeah um yeah so caleb he, caleb's just he's very pleasantly smiles and walks off she's like i'm above this you know well two of them walk
1: well plus it's weird like like mm-hmm. caleb it's got to be like look bro you and i both know no bullshit this mm-hmm. is a little weird yeah and now you want to go be alone with me Ugh. so hannah kind of like glances over to emily like she's just like sent her like lovers off to the sea and emily's like they'll be fine
0: so then Hannah's been out.
1: watching this yeah, they turn to Allison, who's been watching. Also, of subtle interest, and she's. Hannah says, "How are you doing?" And Allison's like, "Well, since we talked this afternoon, you know, I'm holding up. I guess I'm glad everyone could make it, except for Arya. Except for Arya. Pure hatred. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so this is Ryder right Spencer's, like, bringing over the wine bottles, and Emily's like, "Uh, not since she left." And Allison's like, "Yeah, I've called her a few times. She hasn't returned my calls.
0: Well, she's watching everyone, like, looking for a tell or something right now." And Hannah's just like, oh, she's probably just busy with work. And Spencer picks up a bouquet of roses off the table there. And Allie's just like, what are you doing? Spencer, like, freaks out. Like, what the fuck? You, know? Wait, you just like,
1: channeled some straight Kenneth there.
0: Yeah. What are you doing? I oh. hope
1: you don't move those flowers.
0: Apple doesn't roll fall from the tree. Spencer's like, I was just going to make some room. And Allie says, I bought those for Charlotte to welcome her home. And Hannah and Spencer are both just like, "Ew." And Emily's like, Spence. And Spencer's just like, okay, well, the can stay there. She puts them back. Like, Jesus Christ, Emily, don't be such a lapdog. Yeah. And Allie's just like, I'll go get the serving spoons.
1: I wanted Spencer to echo uh, last week and just be like, she is home, Allison.
0: Yeah. Allie's <laughs> yeah, just in full bitch mode in this episode. Uh, not exactly old Allie. I don't know, maybe we're getting closer. Well, Spencer... Emily's all acting all, like, protective and concerned, you know?
1: Well, Hannah gives Spencer a look. I want Spencer to be
0: like, what so I'm the asshole now? Come on. Well, I feel like both Hannah and Spencer are just like a long night ahead, you know. Yeah. Like they're both <laughs> thinking like they're like maybe Ellie's that friend that you just eventually purposely fall out of touch with, you know.
1: Well, you just yeah, you age out of having similarities. Yeah. Um so in Arya's office over by the coffee counter or whatever, uh, Liam's pouring sugar in his coffee and Arya comes marching you see over in a
0: mug. No, what is it? Uh it's for like org, which is like a poverty charity because of course uh yes, Arya she's very agitated and Liam's just like that was weird. Arya's whispering she's like, "Yeah. Maybe she knows about us. This is her way of pitting us against each other. Why would Arya's boss pit them against each other if she found out they were dating?" Yeah, yeah I don't think this is a secret, Arya. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, is her boss like that weird, like mercenary or something?
1: We are small, but there's room for aggressive expansion. She yeah, That's the pool cue in front of them. Uh, Liam's like, I don't know. I just think she wants her pages. We can figure this out. If this isn't taking you seriously, then I'll go. And Ari's like, like that's not the issue. Yeah. Shut and it down, Liam. Well, he's just like, then then what is? And she says nothing. She's just like, works on making her coffee. And well, she does like, a power move.
0: Yeah. Because he's easily freaking out. He's like, what is? And Ari's just like. He's a bit of a stutterer. Aria's just like, I'm going no to say nothing and make my fucking coffee. You dare take me not seriously. And he's like, Aria, what's going on? I mean, this guy might as well be like the goat chained to the stake in the T Rex pen in Jurassic Park. Like, that's who you are, Liam. You're that. You're the goat. You're just waiting.
1: <laughs> Here's a pair of glasses to wear while you
0: wait. Aria takes a big breath. She's choosing her words very carefully and she says, Ezra Fitz is not the same person that you met on his book tour two years ago. But I- I'm going to talk to Jillian, and I'm going to convince her to give me another shot. And he says, yeah, you should. Just duck if she picks up the phone, okay? And he walks off, and her smile like immediately drops, and she takes another big sigh. She's got shit to do now.
1: I expected her to pour rat poison in his coffee. <laughs> um, so back at Allison's, Hannah and Emily are unloading some stuff, like, and talking. Uh, they're looking for the wine opener, and Hannah's just like, for how long? And it was a couple weeks, maybe a month. My mom asked me to stick around for a while. And Hannah's just like, I don't believe a word of that. So the Salk Institute won't mind. And <laughs> then like has an annoyed pause before all of her lies, and she's like, No. And Hannah's like, What do you do there? Um, re research cures, Alzheimer's, diabetes, infectious diseases.
0: Oh, she just ke- keeps digging herself deeper. Like I want
1: Hannah to be, pu- push it, be like, What do you do
0: there? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, she she's basically living a double life at this point. Yeah. And you o- can tell o- it's it,
1: ladies. It,
0: it's killing her. <laughs> Ah, because Emily hates that. I'll get more well, Emily, more on that later.
1: Emily is not Arya. Oh. That's why Emily's the good person of the
0: group. Yeah, and Hannah's like, damn. Well, you'll save him. I'll dress him. And she looks up, sees Caleb's carrying in like an extra leaf for the table. And Jordan's just like, oh, perfect. And uh, he takes the uh, takes the leaf from Caleb and he's just like, I think it goes in this way. So he's going to tell the cyber wolf how the fucking table works. Mm-hmm. And Caleb is just like, okay, yeah, we'll see. So they try to fit the leaf into the table. And Hannah's like smiling at their cooperation because, you know, girls like it when their exes and their main bros get along together. Mm. And then she sighs and she's like, God, there's four bottles of wine and nobody can find a wine opener. This is not happening. (laughs) She's looking for a corker. And meanwhile, Caleb has to gently correct Jordan on his table. He's just like, "Uh, it's actually, it's backwards. I used to have one like this. Kind of have to angle the leaves down. Uh, everything's a metaphor here, basically.
2: <laughs>
0: Taylor's just like reasserting himself right now. Like, nice child trying to try and take an at, take charge, and he came off like an ass, buddy. You're doing it wrong. And Jordan's, and then Jordan has to respond. He's like, Oh, the one with the scratch on it? Yeah, it's the first piece of furniture we moved into the new place. Hannah wouldn't let go of it. So much subtext. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just constant dick measuring. And Spencer is kind of overhearing all this. She's going to bail her buddy out. She's like, Caleb. He turns around. He's like, yeah. Spencer says, um, I can't find any wine glasses. You want to go check the pantry for me?
1: More than anything.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He's very grateful. He smiles at her. Spencer's kind of, she's rescuing Caleb from this douche here. Is she also purposely sending him to Hannah?
1: I kind of think so. That's how I'm reading the scene in the hotel room and then the lobby last week. Hmm. Is they have some kind of like friend bond that's so friendly it can't even be addressed. But like Spencer is respectful of the past enough that she's not gonna go up into the hotel room with Caleb mm-hmm. because it's complicated.
0: I mean, I, ha- I have a new theory about the Caleb situation. We'll get to it later, but Ooh. yeah. So he, he walks off, and Spencer comes over with a tablecloth, and there's this whole great scene where she's, like, setting a table and carrying, like, plates while she's talking the whole time, because they love to do that on PLL. And she's like, oh, nice. And Jordan's just like, so, do you and Caleb see much of each other in D.C.? In my notes I wrote,
1: is he even speaking English here?
0: No. Spencer says, uh, yeah, we do. I mean, I don't really see much of anybody except for my phone, but of all the people that I don't see, I don't see Caleb the most, or the least. <laughs>
1: Tell me you're not rooting for this couple right there. The fact yeah. that they're fighting it makes me root for it more.
0: Well they laugh and Jordan's like, uh, it's nice to see you keep in contact. I barely see any of my friends from high school. Is he fishing? Because they're from, from Australia. So, yeah, so I think he's fishing.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I think he's gonna be the one that like that like, you know, meddles and shit and like, you know, cause causes them to get out of it or something. That's my uh that's my so suspicion.
1: Your feeling is that he will try to tell Hannah That Spencer and Caleb are together, Mm -hmm. meaning meaning he'll try to eradicate any feelings Hannah has for Caleb by doing that, which will only throw Hannah at Caleb even harder.
0: It's only going to remind Hannah that she does have feelings for Caleb still.
1: And I think, you know, we're all still united in that we don't want a a love triangle to tear down the bond between the girls, but it would still be juicy. But that's still wrong. Also, Um,
0: Spaleb is just hot as fuck.
1: But Jordan is still just entitled garbage. Um,
0: Spencer says, oh, throw
1: him away like a boomerang, but he'd come right back.
0: (sighs) Nice. Uh, Spencer says, oh, we didn't uh, for a while. And then we ran into each other in Madrid. It was crazy. It was a total fluke. I was just finishing my year abroad and he was backpacking through Europe. I was about to get on a train in Salamanca and I heard my name and I looked up and he was just standing there on the other opposite platform.
1: And then we made love with our eyes than our bodies for days
0: yeah jordan's just like wow that sounds amazing and spencer's like yeah it was she is glowing yeah i mean they basically had like the before sunrise romance is what i'm yes exactly exactly yeah uh which (laughs) i
1: hope we get the whole trilogy in this season
0: well this makes me start to wonder like you know it's kind of neat to see spencer in a romance that's not involving lame old toblerone
1: hey i heard that
0: that Somebody's wasn't very nice.
1: Somebody's going to get punched this season.
0: Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, in the pantry, Kayla <laughs> finds Hannah looking for a wine. I
1: just want to hear Keegan Allen say, Doc shit, get hit.
0: Caleb's <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, hey. And Hannah's like, hi. And he's like, Have you seen any wine glasses? There Hannah says, Allie de debusified the place when she thought Charlotte was coming home.
1: It's like, it's like, like gravelly old Tom Waits and Leonard Cohen's voices had a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that baby had an affair with Batman. And somehow Caleb's voice was born from the ashes. That's um, actually hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but Hannah's like, I'll help you find the wine glass. If you help me find an open. He's like,
0: well, Please. you know, if you ever need anyone to re a place, Hannah's your girl.
1: Oh, yeah. You need to get some Marin DNA in there. Mm-hmm. that they, like her and ashley when the radley goes bus as it will
0: <laughs> as it certainly will be <laughs> <People laughs> like wait a minute this is a mental institution like i'd like my money back
1: these gilmore girls could start a business it's not like they're not cleaners they're not like closet organizers <laughs> they just take your money and mm-hmm. fill your house with booze <laughs> they're like personal boo shoppers this is a TV show that I want to go right now for free form. Um, yeah, so uh, he's like, deal. So he goes to where she was, looking at some shelves, and she goes over to the closet or something, looks inside. Well, he, he turns He's kind of
0: like hesitating and walking past each other, you know, just that physical closeness.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's like, Jordan seems nice. And Hannah's like, he is. And he's like, uh, congrats on your engagement. I uh, I meant to say that yesterday. Sorry. And Hannah's like, oh, thank you. And he's like, pause. Yeah, he's like, So you kept the table. Oh, he couldn't help but ask about that. Oh, of course he could. It's going to eat him up inside. Even though he seems pretty cool later. Mm -hmm. It has like, of course I did. Well, she's
0: she's very sincere. I wonder, is there a backstory to this table?
1: Well, there's a future prediction. They're going to fuck on that table at some point in the future.
0: I feel like this table has become like a totem of their undying love for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept the table.
1: Well, I don't think Jordan gets when he says
0: Hannah like refuses to get rid of that
1: table. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You're temporary, Jordan. Yeah. You don't <laughs> even go here. So they both smile at each other and she walks over to him and she says, look, when he left for Europe I wanted to focus on my career. I wasn't looking for another relationship. And he's going to play it off like a good bro. He's just like, you seem happy. and She says, I am. He's like, I'm glad. And they turn away and he finally finds some wine glasses. He's just like, ah, found them. And Hannah, she finds a wine opener too, and she says, "It looks like we've got what we need."
1: See, it could be buried, but I think he seems at least half genuine when he says that he's, you know, he's acknowledging her happiness. Uh, yeah,
0: but that's how you got to play it too, though. So you know.
1: Well, I kind of wondered though, regardless of Caleb harbors feelings, like like leftover feelings for Hannah, if he doesn't necessarily pick up on something reciprocated.
0: Yeah. Well. And it's like, oh, it looks like we got what we need. And it's like, yeah, Caleb got Spencer, and you got the world's most boring Australian rich guy. Mm. I guess that's what you needed. Mm-hmm. So it's finally dinner time. Scene well, arrangements here.
1: Well, also, I had to, my theory is did Allison purposely make herself scarce to let the social drama play out? Because if so,
0: that's a real CC move right there. Well, I feel like we needed to cut to Allison like standing in the corner, drinking wine, just like staring hatred at everyone. Oh, well, like, like, where so the fuck like, is Arya?
1: Well, like, I, I would have loved that the show had like brought Andrea Parker onto the oh. set for one day just to coach Sasha <laughs> on how to watch this situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So here's the seating arrangements. We got Allie at the head of the table, Hannah at the foot, Spencer and Caleb on one side, and Emily and Jordan on the other. And it's kind of arranged so that Caleb is between Spencer and Hannah, of course.
1: Well, and and Hannah's between. Caleb and Jordan, mm-hmm. but it also it kind of gives you like a pretty interesting diagram of where the relationships are right now. Mm-hmm. Spencer and Caleb, they seem pretty solid. They're side by side. Hannah and Jordan, a little bit broken, not not yeah. quite symmetrical. Same thing for Emerson. Sorry, Emerson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> Emily's like walking back towards the table. It's like she's on the same side as Jordan
0: there. Well, oh, wine is getting drunk, too. They have these like gigantic wine glasses happening right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, you bet your ass they're drinking that mm-hmm. wine.
0: Uh, Allison, we kind of, the
1: camera pulls back. We see she's off screen. Then we see her in the foreground. She's on the phone. And she says on the phone, Thank you. I uh, I appreciate you calling. And she hangs up. And Emily's like, Allie, who is that? And Allison kind of hangs up and walks over to sit down. She's like, Lorenzo. He said he'd call from the update. So Allison sits, she goes right for that wine. And of course, oh. Spencer's intrigued because it's grim.
0: Well, they, they seem to be having like, I don't know, like pasta salad, a casserole, and maybe like a roast and some salad there. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Uh, Spencer's like, what was it the update and allison's like time of death charlotte was killed around 4 a.m and Hannah's just like "Uh, okay are you okay and allison says lorenzo says this is good news they're one step closer to finding her killer which we all know is Arya. um so kind of everything
0: uh, ali says in the scene is like laced with an accusation yeah like she's just staring down people sipping her wine as she says this
1: well she's just she's just like like shaking the grass to see what comes loose i think Mm -hmm. too and and pouring out a little leftover like bitterness. Yeah, like, um, Let's
0: say grace. Yeah, she blows it's, our fucking minds
1: by by saying we should say grace.
0: She's morphed into like a bitchy reactionary church girl, basically.
1: Well, so everyone you know complies. They hold hands, except for Hannah, who
0: seems to be still processing all this. And Jordan oh. has to whisper, "Hannah, hand." Well, there's uh, a there's some subtext here because both Caleb and Jordan are holding out their hands to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hannah's kind of spacing out. So well, finally, like, she takes both her hands. Yeah.
1: Well, like I say, seriously, I know what the writers are, are going for here, but I think we'd all prefer if this was instead a sexy seance. And oh, honestly, for sure. honestly, yeah. isn't saying grace just like that, a seance where you're a
0: little bit softer on the kind of response you're going to get from the universe with some more self-soothing? Anyway. But, but can Allie just, like, stare daggers at people over a glass <laughs> of wine? And she goes... The most passive aggressive prayer ever. It's it's crazy to me in retrospect. There's only been one episode
1: of PLL that has ever featured a crystal ball. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Alex so uh, says, thank you, Heavenly Father, for this healing food and these dear friends, and thank you to all those who are working tirelessly to seek justice for Charlotte, and thank you for helping the police find Charlotte's killer and anyone who could be protecting him or her. She's like. <laughs> Hannah looks over to Spencer, nervous, and Spencer's like looking at Emily. Because, of course, Allie's the only one who closes her eyes during this prayer. Yeah, yeah. And Allie's just like, Thank you for your guidance and love. Amen. She's turning to Caleb. Uh, and the others are just like, Amen. And Hannah's like, Amen. I think Hannah just peed herself. Mm-hmm. And Hannah, Allie's just like glaring at Hannah over a glass of wine, like a complete nutcase now.
1: So, presumably, this religiosity like infected her. When she ran into, like, like around the time she ran into Lorenzo in 6A. Yeah,
0: whatever. I don't just know. been
1: going to the House of Lords ever since. Not second.
0: really feeling the new alley. But did
1: she ever coach the soccer team?
0: But did she die?
1: Yeah. Uh, so after the commercial, we're like in that pantry room or whatever. Hannah and Spencer are come in, returning those glasses. And Hannah's like, wow, that was awkward. And Spencer says, was that speech directed at us? And it's like, not at us, but Aria, maybe, because Hannah and Aria are the same person. Mm hmm. What if only Allison can see that?
0: (laughs) Oh, I like that. Yeah. Spencer's like, why would Allie think that Arya had anything to do with Charlotte's death?
1: Well, Hannah's like, where should I even begin to tackle that? Mm
0: -hmm. Hannah's like, maybe she did. Arya left the hotel that night that she was killed. Spencer's like, how do you know this? And Hannah says, I saw her. She left around 3 a.m. I don't know when she got back. That's so Yeah. Spencer's like, let's just ask her. And Hannah says, well, I tried. She's not going anywhere but her car. Spencer says, okay, well, there's surveillance cameras right in the lobby of the hotel. And it's like, yeah. Spence says, your mom's a manager, so maybe you could find a way to get a look at the footage from that night. And it's like, no, I don't do that stuff anymore. And Spencer says, Hannah, I know it's a lot to ask, okay? But how else are we supposed to make sure that Arya came back before Charlotte died?
1: Super Hannah face.
0: Hannah, th- she thought she was out of the game. Game ain't out of her. Exactly. Spencer is so willing to jump back into those old habits, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. eager to. It seems mm-hmm. like.
1: Well, it's it's just been missing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. This is uh, this is Spencer like telling her we have to go back to the island. Um, so in the Ruben de brew, we see Emily and Pam are chilling in the Liar's Nook. Pam Next morning, yeah, yeah. Pam's filling in for tea. And Pam's like, "How's Allison doing?" And Emily's like, "Um, she's dealing in her own alleyway. being
0: a complete bitch." Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Pam's just like. Well, I'm sure it helps having you around, showing there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And then uh, Emily's cell phone vibrates, which, hashtag five years forward rookie mistake, Emily. Mm-hmm. Leaving your cell phone all vulnerable and face up on unlocked on the table in front of them?
0: Well, I mean, as a couple of dudes, we have pockets. You know, you got to have a little sympathy for Emily there. She probably carries it in her back pocket or something.
2: Yeah.
1: So Pam can see, because that thing says right there, brazenly, Hollis Medical Center, 9 a.m. So, of course, she gets concerned. And Pam's like, Hollis Medical Center? Wait, you have an appointment? Um, are you feeling okay? And I wrote down in my notes, Emily's been struck by a geographical case of the Super Shadies.
0: Yeah, She has to um, pick her phone up too late. She's yeah. like, no, I'm fine. No, it's just an interview for um for grad school. And Pam's like, grad school at Hollis? Why can not tell, tell me you're applying?
1: I can't tell if that's a joke or not on Pam's part.
0: I don't think it is. I think for <laughs> Pam.
1: Because at first I was like... Grad school at Hollis? Are you fucking kidding me?
0: No, I think Pam is like, she's she's so happy. And this just makes everything worse for Emily. Yeah. Emily's like, I'm just exploring my options. I mean, honestly, it's the Institute wanted me to look into it. And Pam's like, wow, okay. I mean, so what are you thinking? I mean. I
1: know, I'm sorry. I know the Salcons too is real. But the way Emily talks about them, you'd swear she made it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pam's like, I mean, you've always talked about sports medicine. You know who you should talk to? Aunt Kathy. She's a nurse practitioner, right? And Emily's just nodding sadly, like, uh, you know, like it's just getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Sabrina comes over, some pastries for them. She's like, "Oh, here you go, ladies. Let me know if you need anything else." <clears throat> and Emily gives her a look, like, "Yeah, I need something else."
1: Well, no, see, there's that. I never really picked up on that, that text. But what some what Sabrina represents here is that she has to show up. She has no malicious intent whatsoever. It's just to remind Emily that she's lying and
0: poorly. Yeah, but also, like, the rules of Rosewood state that, like, here's a girl and here's Emily. They're supposed to get together, right? Like, that's well, just how it works.
1: Let's just take it as red. It's that if you have ever seen a single character in PLO, they're probably, like, definitely attracted to Emily. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean. Because, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't need to explain gravity and why the sky is blue to you. Um. So, uh, Pam's like, you know, honey, if you're worried about paying for it, you shouldn't be dad left you all that money for exactly this reason you can just take it alone for the rest you know all the work you're doing the person you've become you'd be so proud of you emily oh
0: emily's dying inside right now because you know she blew that inheritance well she looks like she's covering her mouth to
1: avoid from like like vomiting Mm -hmm. um
0: and speaking of entities of whom
1: the size of their bullshit is mythological emily looks through the windows there in the nook sees as through the back door comes Arya, the og shusher and is heading up the back stairs of the brew.
0: Arya, who's changed into some, like, just absolutely atrocious pink jacket. So, yeah, she is wearing
1: a leather biker jacket that is mm-hmm. pink. It's as if Cotton Candy had their own motorcycle gang. Gang, like, I'm sure the Stones had a choice at Ultima. Like, the Hells Angels or the Lollipop Guild here. What? what and the what Hells think? Angels dudes seem probably less aggressive.
0: What, what do you think about the new costume designer? I mean, this... This jacket is hideous, but yet I feel like I haven't gotten the outfit yet. That's just like, what the fuck is that? You know, like, I feel like we're still waiting for that.
1: Uh, Arya is definitely, she's got just like these weird, wacky
0: patterns. It's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of very busy patterns, but I'm still waiting for the truly insane Arya ensemble.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the thing. I, I'm wondering when we're going to get that. And I'm just wondering, like you know at some point you have to introduce at least the the passing concept of maturity to aria's mm-hmm. trope. and yeah. i wonder <laughs> i wonder though in her publishing industry job if at some point jillian's like what the fuck are you wearing <laughs> get, get out of here you look like a thought bubble from a comic book
0: yeah so emily sees all this as aria's you're a
1: human emoji <laughs> yeah.
0: aria doesn't notice emily but emily notices her aria's going out to ezra's apartment emily's just like the fuck yeah. So upstairs, Arya knocks on the door and Ezra opens it. He's looking very stubbly and decrepit. And Arya's just like, hey. And he just kind of stands aside to let her in. His place is a disaster. Mm. There's like old pizza boxes, Red Bull cans, like, whiskey bottles, tons of unwashed dishes, just like general bachelor flotsam. There's like a fire extinguisher on the counter <laughs> for some reason. <laughs>
1: That's my favorite bit of set dressing. It probably smells like farts and desperation and the broken promise of modern machismo in there. Um, As just like, I wasn't expecting anyone. (laughs) I thought you went back to Boston.
0: (laughs) Arya must be so jealous right now that she can't take credit for this disaster of a man. Yeah. And like, when they eventually fuck on top of all this trash, it's going to be so dark and gross. Like, it's. (laughs) It's... uh...
1: Do you remember when Spike and Buffy, like, destroyed that house together?
0: Yeah, it's going to be like that. I
1: just, I want them to just... Or it's just like,
0: no, 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 on top of the pizza boxes.
1: Well, they need to slump, like, every 30 seconds onto a new surface, just so they can, like, do that arm sweep where they just throw everything (laughs) on the ground. And I want them to then cut down to the brew, where there's just, like, you can hear the racket, and Sabrina kind of, like, looks up at the ceiling.
0: (laughs) Mm She's like, at least I'm a manager. And Ari says, uh, you know, because Ezra thought she went back to Boston. And Ari says, I did. I flew back to talk to you. And Ezra's like, oh, well, you could have called. And Ari's like, well, my boss has this thing about how it's harder to say no in person. Hmm. And Ezra's like, this is about the book. And he he turns away from the conversation like it just got way less interesting. And he just goes straight for a bottle of serious Scotch.
1: This is a pathetic power
0: move. (laughs) Yeah. He notices her staring, so he just holds up the bottle, like to be polite or something. He's like, "Drink." <laughs> so many of like alcoholic. Al- al- I'm sorry, alcoholic Ezra. It's it's kind of great. Like he's awful, but he's he's something. And Arya isn't even trying to hide like the judginess, and she's like, "No, thank you."
1: Well, the the only thing I would want differently is I I like stubby Ezra. I think it, it gets a point across, but I would almost rather that he had like the three musketeer facial hair.
0: Oh, God. Well, he's doing something (laughs) with his body language that makes him seem extra pathetic. Yes, it's Um, amazing. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, he's just going to sit on the couch and pour himself some scotch. And Arya's just like, they won't take back the advance. And he's like, ah, so they are mad. And Ari's like, no, not mad. They just loved ostinato. Ezra's like well it made them money he takes a big drink and Ari's like it made them feel things and he almost chokes on his drink it's a really good book Ezra and I'm not just saying that to flatter you it is this is where Ezra needed to just like scream like don't lie to me (laughs) he says I promise you they're not going to love the follow up oh you're so dark and tortured Ezra Yeah, your pain is so important Ezra, Ezra's—he's exactly the kind of guy that would fridge his own girlfriend for character motivation. <laughs> I want it
1: to be on a book panel with Owen Wilson's author from Royal Tenenbaums.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wildcat, wildcat. Okay.
0: <laughs> so uh, he just watches Arya for a moment. And finally, he like pulls a flash drive out of his laptop and he puts it on the table and he said, and Arya's like, "That's it? That's the book?" And he's like, "It's as far as I got." And Arya's like, "Can I look at it?" He doesn't say anything. She holds out her hand. He doesn't react. So finally, he, she just grabs him.
1: He's just flaccid and unmoving. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, flaccid. That's a good description for oh uh, Yeah, so
1: he, she picks it up. She considers that it might be weird for him. And she's like, hey, first draft is a first draft. I'm sure it's not that bad. And she starts to turn away, but stops. like She's realized something. Also, can you tell what her necklace says? The one that has like, writing on it?
0: Uh, it probably says Aria. I don't know. It says Aloha, actually.
1: <laughs> means both hello and goodbye and uh, i love Ari- <laughs> Aria says the night after we saw each other after i went back to the hotel where did you go and he's like what are you asking me and she's like you know what i'm asking you where did you go and he looks so lost but difficult and he's like well
0: he's trying to like affect a wounded look or something yeah well he's
1: trying to stick it to her slightly he's like home Arya. i went home he well takes he a takes a, a
0: swig And when the second, like, when he says, I went home, it's like he's suddenly switched to casual condescension. Like, he was trying to be wounded, but now he's, like, trying to be, like, superior or something. Like, I went home. Like, how how dare you fucking, you know. She's just like,
1: he's so helpless and pathetic and annoying. It's Mm -hmm. intoxicating.
0: Yeah. So we go to the Hastings barn. Spencer's on the couch. It just looks so nice in there. It does. Can yeah. you imagine Airbnb at Spencer's barn? Do you, is this the same set as her living room, or is this a different set? They kind of look similar.
1: I think it's a different set.
0: Okay. Hmm. I just wonder if it's a redress or something. Anyway, uh, Caleb walks in. He's got some sheets in his arms, and he says, Spence, stop worrying about that paper. you got to let it go. So it's probably her former bedroom, if I had to guess. Hmm. Well, yeah, maybe it's too big. Well, yeah
1: um so you know with that she shuts the laptop she gets up and she's like are
0: you sure you're okay sleeping on the couch again are Ooh, we uh oh, she's fishing for some company um huh? uh, are we are we doing this let's do it i i'm gonna assume you want to be caleb why not yeah all right so she says sleep on the couch again he's like
1: yeah totally it's a lot more comfortable than those hostile beds in europe
0: can you believe that it's been three years since we were in madrid huh, that's crazy i don't think i'm ever gonna forgive you for dragging me to that awful bullfight
1: Come on, it was not that awful. It it, it it was awful when you started screaming "savages" at the drunk crowd.
0: It was terrible from the beginning. That's why I was screaming. It was awful. <laughs> okay. He made me cry. I didn't make you do anything. You had to stop me from crying in the street. You were you were pretty livid. It was not okay.
1: But hey, I redeemed myself when I snuck us into a Terra Park of a couple bottles of sangria.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: Ha 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 ha.
0: Oh my god, that was the most beautiful sunrise.
1: Yeah. It was my best night in Europe.
0: Mine too. Hands down.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Things got a little too emotional there, so he has to like take it down a notch.
1: Well, somewhere, Ethan Hawke and Julie Deppie are watching this and just like fanning themselves.
0: <laughs> Can't you totally picture Spencey like, yelling savages
1: at people? <laughs> oh, 100%. Also, did you just say Spencey?
0: Maybe I did. <laughs> I ran out of gin, I switched to vodka. Uh Spencer's voice is also like super raspy and sexy in the scene. Like everything about the scene, like sorry Haleb, but like this is hot.
1: Well so he he lingers with a pillow and I couldn't tell quite where the pillow was positioned in his body, but uh I feel like you could you could make some jokes about what's being covered well, up there. Well he has
0: to take it down a notch. And he's just like, uh, hey, your mom asked me to stick around, and help with the campaign. She's like, that's
1: a great idea.
0: So am I picking up maybe a little reluctance from Caleb here? Like maybe she's more into it than him? I don't know if it's
1: that or if it's like maybe Caleb just realized. Yeah. Something's happening here. Or or Dark Horse Theory, like something happened that night in Madrid and they've just been really good at pretending it didn't happen.
0: Hmm, yeah. So, uh, Spencer's phone rings. She checks it. It's a text from Hannah. It says, found my mom's keys to the security room. Hannah. She doesn't mention this, but maybe feels a little guilty. And she says, let me know if you need, if you need anything. And he's like, thank you. And they smile at each other. So, here's my new theory. Hmm. He's going to throw this out there. Mm-hmm. Could be completely invalidated in the next mm-hmm. episode. They didn't hook up in Madrid. They just mm-hmm. had an awesome night. You know, awesome time all night long. She's been secretly falling in for him ever since. And she doesn't really know what to do about it totally see that which is and like he's into it but like i don't know there's something about the way there's like a little bit of hesitation but with them around each other where it seems like maybe maybe they're they're like feeling it but they haven't really acted on it yet yeah i think that that's probably the
1: most likely and they may never act on it and it may just be one of those things where it's one of those like uh, uh friend romances you know those uh non-romantic lo- I
0: don't know people well I mean I, I'm feeling like there's like a, a vulnerability from Spencer here it's not annoying the way it is with Toby it's like she's I, I feel like she's having like real like you know emotional feelings for Caleb here and maybe she doesn't you know she's not totally sure of herself around him right right um all you gotta say is I'm digging it
1: oh yeah I'm totally digging it. I'm, I'm digging everything that's happening here I mean I think we talked about it When he came back uh season three from California, he had like a new sweater and a new car. Yeah, yeah. Spencer was appraising it with uh with approval. And we were just like, Oh
0: shit. Well, you can screen grab some of these like looks she's given him. Yeah. She's just like she wants to eat him with a fork.
1: Well, it's like just imagine like this is the as like the the romantic movie, and it's just like he was a teenage ghost hunting alcoholic werewolf. She was an over cheating title force of nature addicted to study aid pills. Their past is something they escaped. Can they find love in a hopeless place? and mm-hmm. then they just fuck in Madrid um but it's like you know Hannah and Spencer could very well compete in some kind of traditional love triangle format over Caleb. Spencer and Toby could very well compete for the love of Caleb. <laughs> Damn it, Spencer. Losing you was hard. Losing him, I can't bear it.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's violations of the girl code and the bro code. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it looks like we're going to get something in the next episode about that for sure. We don't know what exactly. Just,
1: just picture the scene where Caleb's, like, standing there. And they're all there. And Spencer's like, Caleb, enough. You have to choose. Is it going to be me? And Hannah's like, or is it going to be me? And Toby's like, or will it be me? I was like, well, it's not going to be you, Toby. Damn
0: it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so it's a Radley security office here. Hannah's got the footage from the new that night on her computer. Uh, so it's September 12th, just FYI. Well, is, the day is it Charlotte
1: September 12th? Died. Or was that? Okay, so September, that, the 12th was the day that Charlotte died,
0: right? Yeah, early in the morning, September 12th. And Emily's there with Hannah, and she says, where does Jordan think you are? And Hannah says, talking to my mom. And she taps on the screen to zoom in on a camera in the lobby there. And we see Arya walking over to meet Ezra. She's kind of clutching her sweater tight like she's cold. And Emily, she's like, there she is. Hannah pauses the video. She says, it's 3.12, 3.12 in the morning. And Emily's like, what the hell is Ezra doing there? I mean. What
1: the hell is Ezra ever doing anywhere, Emily?
0: <laughs> do the math, Emily. What do you think? Uh, in the video, Arya's got her hand on Ezra's chest. They're very close. Uh, and remember, too, Arya's drunk. Mm. And Hannah says, so much for going to her car. And they're startled because the door opens. It's just Spencer. And Spencer's like, hey, the hallway's clear, but there's a cleaning crew down the hall. Because she's the lookout.
1: I could just imagine Spencer going to college, you know, meeting new people, getting to recreate herself a little bit, to experience new things. And I could just imagine the casual new acquaintances of Spencer Hastings of course being totally won over her by her. She's super smart and charming. But I could also see them being really startled by her Constant grasp of her situational awareness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just see Spencer as the type of girl who, like, it's 3 a.m. She's lying in her bed in her, you know, dorm, wide awake. She gets up, she puts on some doing dirt clothes, and she just she goes and just like breaks into like, I don't know, the admissions office for no reason at all, really. <laughs> and just, like, sits in there and looks around and leaves. And she's just like, yeah, I still got it. Then
1: then comes back to her her dorm, goes into the bathroom, like, wipes off her uh, black face mask, mm-hmm. like, you know, silhouette gear or whatever. And she's just like, I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Emily's like, okay, hurry. And Hannah says, I'm going as fast as I can. Spencer wants to know what she missed. Emily says, Aria left the hotel with Ezra. And Spencer's like, What? As if it's that big of a shock. And Hannah says, but she didn't come back with him. And she, she fast forwards and we see Arya finally comes back in. Hannah says, 428. And Emily's like, what time did Ali say Charlotte was killed? Spencer says, close to four. Just because she came back after the time of the murder, it doesn't mean that she had anything to do with it. And well, Hannah like, says, no, but it doesn't look good.
1: Before Spencer said that, there's a great moment as Hannah just kind of rubs her her forehead. Just mm-hmm. like she can feel that, that tension vein. <laughs> um yeah but old habits die hard though so emily's just like what do we do do we erase the video oh my
0: God, i gotta love that line so much it's like <laughs> what should we do the worst thing possible should we do that
1: and it's like we're not high school emily we're not gonna we're gonna talk to aria i like how sometimes a girl just has to grow out of their destroying evidence face <laughs> yeah
0: emily's like she won't tell us anything And Spencer says well she doesn't have a choice this time and we see on screen aria's heading back to her room in the elevator uh, it's funny, when we first saw these shots in the promo, we were like, oh, like a is going to be blackmailing Arya. Hmm. But actually, no, it's just a liar snooping on Arya instead.
1: Well, I think a blackmailing Arya was secondary to our hope that Arya and Ezra would have an illicit affair.
0: I mean, you know it's coming, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Which yeah. would be great, because it would be an affair inside of an affair, you know, inside mm. of quote-unquote normalcy who is this
0: monster yeah so we're gonna cut to Arya. she closes her front door she's at the old montgomery house here the other three liars are waiting for her they're in a the liar wall, wall. Yeah. yeah did they just let themselves in <laughs> where was Arya? where's well, pyran i think
1: PLL has always been really good about like not telegraphing out movement and blocking like other shows do like they don't need to show the liars coming in and then Arya shutting the mm-hmm. door they just start off Arya shutting the door and then turning and then boom <laughs> there's the liar's wall it's like, They're you just can infer, there yeah. but you can infer that she let them in anyway so aria's like how did you know i was back and then was like i saw you visiting ezra we know you saw him the night charlotte died and has like we know you left the hotel for more than five minutes but she says yeah and by the time you came back charlotte was already dead and hannah says it's time to tell us what really happened uh-oh and we kind of push it on Arya's face and then the camera like flings to the side for a desaturated flashback flashback
0: aria she's drunk she's meeting ezra in the lobby of the Radley. this is this is good like
1: like like
0: subtle drunk acting by lucy hale oh she turns it up in a second it's awesome yeah uh yeah aria she says you didn't have to come by and ezra says well you said you couldn't sleep and Arya's just like oh but- i can't
1: Girls who can't sleep—that's Ezra's wheelhouse now.
0: I—I I just want you to imagine the text between these two that set this up. Aria's is just like, you know, the letter "U," like "You up, BB?" And Ezra's just like, "Where are you?" And Aria's just like, "Bradley can't sleep."
1: I just—I just, I just want to know when does a uh, new phone who get gets seen yeah. in there?
0: <laughs> <Yeah, I know. laughs> Arya says, "I just keep going over what I said to the judge." God, that look on Hallie's face. And Ezra's like, look, what you said was honest and brave. I'm validating the shit out of you. <laughs> said, so if your friends are giving you a hard time, well, Ar-
1: Ezra Ezra fits. Real champion and appreciator of things that are honest.
0: And brave, yeah. And <laughs> Ari's <laughs> like, no, 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 no. They're not <laughs> at all. They actually wish they'd said the same thing. And he does this like bitchy head toss. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> like you can't believe their nerve. And Arya says, I mean, that's the crazy part. I, I just thought if one of us had said no, that that would just be the end of it. And Ezra's just like, yeah, me too. She Arya looks around. She kind of moves closer. She grabs the lapel on his jacket a little bit harder. And she's like, hey, can we go somewhere? Anywhere but here? And he's like, of course.
1: And they bounce. Well, I think it, it falls back into uh, – you had a great observation, Um, I want to say, in the 4A finale when they're spending the night at the brew after, after she had one of them missed the poetry reading or whatever. And she, Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Of falls in and casually kisses him. It's like the familiarity just like reaches over like Arya. Like this is just so natural. Like this is the guy who, you know, dominated way too much of her life. So
0: I, I, I mean, Ezra is horrible, but I do love that scene. Just the way they did it where, yeah, she just kisses him. And then just like, rather than make a big deal out of it, she just goes back to talking to him. Gr- well, great, like, great moment there they're almost they're almost
1: more attracted to each other when when she, they're apart yeah. when they're apart when they're with somebody because she was technically i think with jake at the time mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, jake who let, who Aria. both hurt and injured <laughs> <laughs> see they need to get ryan guzman back for like one of those like 30 second cameos or it's just like he rounds a corner and sees them and then like just turns and goes the opposite direction.
0: Jacob, are you injured or are you hurt? Yeah. And somehow
1: he comes Toby's new bro. I'm auditioning for new bros now that Caleb has left me.
0: I hear you can dance. Yeah. So then we cut to Main Street Rosewood. It's, you know, middle of the fucking night. Uh-huh. They're just wandering around. Aria is kind of adorably drunk. Mm. And Arya's just like, mm, why is everything closed? And we see a car drive by behind him. And Ezra says, it's suburban Pennsylvania at about 4 a.m. And Ari says, yeah, I want pizza. Does anybody care that I want pizza?
1: I think Shay Mitchell's probably down for pizza.
0: Does anybody? <laughs> Ari, Ezra really needed to like pull the league Skywalker here and just be like, I care. <laughs> I
1: wanted her to scream at the sky.
2: <laughs> Does anybody care?
0: Ezra says, you know, I know this little bookstore cafe around the corner. It's closed, but I happen to know the owner
1: she chuckles and she pats his shoulder like that's sweet but you know no one takes you owning the brew seriously
0: it's also yeah there's you know it's a little love nudge there yeah well, yeah. She, she there's a lot of torso touching on her casual bar. touching yeah and or like no no i should go it's late and he's like yeah sure do you, does ezra even know she has a new boyfriend i mean maybe i don't
1: know i don't i don't want to say Ezra's not broadcasting the same stuff she is. No. Now, I don't know if it's because <laughs> Ezra's broadcasting, feel my
0: pain. <laughs> well, it's a like... woman died and I'm the one you need to feel bad for. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's not I almost was dangerously close to saying he's being a gentleman, but really he's got nothing to go on but his own pain and suffering. Oh, I, I which... really
0: feel like Ezra's actually, he's just he's dressed in like the sheen of a gentleman, but it's all complete artifice right now, you know? yeah yeah like it's uh, completely insincere
1: which speaking of which uh very rarely do i actually write in jokes into my notes but i do have a, a joke coming up like <laughs> like a like a,
0: like a, a knock knock joke or something yes yes okay <laughs> knock knock who's there get out
1: <laughs> no way uh some of us have
0: real problems emily
1: a uh an observation um so yeah she says no i should go and he's like sure um so he starts to open, like, uh, uh, the taxi for because they've been walking the taxi. Where
0: the fuck did they find a cab at 4 a.m. in Rosewood? I- I'm going to have to assume like, that they called it. 7,000 people live in this town. They're like, oh, yeah, it's just a cab. Yeah. Oh, flag them down. <laughs> and a uh, silver SUV is pulling up behind them over by the church. Yeah. While we'll um, getting out. By the way, there's a uh, there's a Pastor Ted quote on the church sign.
2: Oh, fuck. Yeah. What you
0: say? I guess he's still there, theoretically. Uh, The quote is, "Did he who made the lamb make thee? Do without what you will."
1: To the slaughter. Um, Yeah, we see a blonde girl
0: in a red jacket. Could be Charlotte. I mean, it's got Vanessa Ray's profile, but who knows? Could be like a mask. It's it's from far away.
1: I would not be shocked. It's the same body double that stands in for both uh, Sasha and Vanessa Ray. Uh, So Arya, like, rather than in that taxi, she looks past Ezra, and she's like, "Is that Allison? That looks like her car." And Ezra looks back and stares forward like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I think that's Charlotte." Now Arya's on high alert. Do we call someone? Do we call the police? And he's like, "No, Arya. She's free now. It's her town now, as much as ours." Not again, dramatic much. He has taken so much ownership of the pain, and she's like, "Oh, she's free," and she's already lurking in the shadows, as are you, Shusher. And Arya's like, "Why is she not? Why the hell is she not home with Ali?" And Ezra says. Because that's the kind of world we live in. People like Nicole disappear and Charlotte gets to walk free. And at which point, <laughs> it's like built up to it, Aria turns to him and says, Would you just cool it with all the Vietnam stuff, man?
0: <laughs> Honestly, this doesn't have anything to do with Charlotte.
1: <laughs> Calmer than you are. Waving a fucking gun around?
0: As there's like, well, there isn't a literal connection to Charlotte. But she's like, no, this doesn't have anything to do with Charlotte. Keep <laughs> your man pain to yourself.
1: I once dabble on pacifism myself, dude.
0: Um, so then... Well, he's es- getting all, like, smoldering angry now. And well, he's he's staring off like he's developed a sudden case of, like, haunted rage boner. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Ezra, hey, you okay? And he doesn't look at her, he's just, like, staring at the church, and he nods, and he's like, yeah. And he turns to her and he says, you know, it- it's getting late. You should probably get back to your hotel. And he opens the cab door and basically pushes her in. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And so she gets in, and he does this, like really super creepy lean in and i love the angle here from inside the cab oh yeah it's great as he like leans in it's all everything's dark it's in the moonlight and he's like good night
1: well because uh, you think he's gonna kiss her but he doesn't he just basically dismisses her
0: his whole vibe is so creepy well like, and it's
1: he's the the least ineffectual version of the punisher ever
0: here well and it's like this is where he kind of like drops his facade of trying to be a gentleman or something and like, like he he clearly doesn't care because he he's thinking about something else right now. So he basically just sends the cab on his way on its way. Arya is probably just congratulating herself for not fucking him in the bushes at this point. I think.
1: Well, after you know the bathroom at the courthouse. Mm. Um, but again, a nice shot of Arya in the back seat, like hand on the window as the taxi starts to drive off, which I feel like is a kind of shot you really don't see a lot in PLO. Yeah, yeah, it's you get a. Weird you get a lot of like looking at the passengers of a car as the car is moving, but you rarely get this. Uh, it's not the best, but the quickest visual thing that comes to my mind is like some of the stuff at the beginning of loss in translation. Hmm, okay. Even though it's, it's like a five second shot here. Anyway. So end flashback, you know, back in Ari's living room, the story has thus ended. And Ari's like, he told me he went home afterwards, but I don't know. He, he was so angry and she pauses realizing something. And Hannah sensing this is like, Ari, what is it? And Ari's like, I know him, and I know that Ezra can't look me in the eye when he lies. And he told me he went home. He didn't look at me. Look at me! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they all sigh. Spencer turns away and Hannah says, Well, we have to tell someone. Lorenzo, Allie, anyone.
1: Well, Spencer kind of walks off, processes it. Like, she's just thinking, mm-hmm. typical. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and Emily says, No, we don't. Not with this this uh, giant leap. Uh, we're talking about Ezra killing someone. Oh, yeah, usually leap. Emily says, I mean, until we actually have actual proof, we don't tell anyone anything.
1: This is where Byron needed to walk in in like a frilly apron with like a tray of freshly baked cookies. Like, ah, you girls are having a tense late night meeting about alibis and shit in our living room? Like old times.
0: You want to try my new recipe for chocolate chip? I aerate the dough.
1: (laughs) It's scotch cookies. Mostly because I spilled scotch on the cookies. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Spencer's like, it's not. And she's like facing away from them very dramatic. The other liars look at her. She turns around. It's not a giant leap. And the shusher's very confused. And Spencer says, in fact, I think I told Ezra how to do it. So after commercial, Spencer's turn to come clean. She says, Ezra is on his book tour. And we got together for lunch. Did Spencer like secretly hook up with all the exes during five years forward?
1: I don't think that Spencer would fuck Ezra with. Anybody else is like generals.
0: I don't know about that. Spencer's just like, by the way, Emily, I fucked Paige. Sex is a game and I'm winning. (laughs) All in. Yeah, Spencer says.
1: And then she fist bumps with Peter. Mm -hmm.
0: There you go. Spencer says he was still trying to figure out what he wanted to write next. And he said he was toying around at the idea of a murder mystery. A double fudge murder mystery. <laughs> and Spencer says, I had just written my paper, so I told him about the case in detail. In detail. Okay.
1: She wants credit for how fucking good that paper was. <laughs>
0: she, re- she really would like a little credit. Yeah. yeah. Just a little fucking validation. She's
1: like, Ezra, you were a professor for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Grade this thing. Give me an A. <laughs>
0: he's like associate professor. I didn't have tenure. Uh, <laughs> Hannah says, maybe Ezra did do this to protect you and Arya's like protect me like that little bitch could protect the almighty Shusher? by copying some bizarre murder from the past and he's like spencer that was this was a public case you weren't the only one the only two who knew about it and spencer says he saw how upset Arya was in the courtroom and he's still angry about what happened to nicole i mean who knows what he's capable of and hannah says if he did kill charlotte and the police find out it's gonna look like you were involved too he left the hotel with Ezra and came back half hour after Charlotte was killed. And Ari gets this, like, crazy, demented look on her face. Time to make some bad decisions. And she's just like, nobody can see that security footage.
1: What I love is it's not like this is going to be a group activity. She's issued this order. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Hannah, go delete that Why? I get my, you know, my beauty sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spencer's living room, we see it's like later you know, that night. Veronica's like looking at the laptop, having read Spencer's paper. She sets her tea down and she's like, Why did you show this to me?
0: Well, you know the weirdest thing about this paper? Mm-hmm. It's an unsolved crime. Mm-hmm. How is the husband not the lead suspect? Right. 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 Since they
1: always are the first
0: suspect.
1: Mm-hmm. Um and Spencer's just
0: like, I wanted you to know
1: that I wrote it and that it's really good. Uh, and somebody from my class would remember it and read about Charlotte and
0: connect the dots. Like somebody from her class is gonna remember it. You know, I I every every paper I wrote for any class in college, I don't remember anyone else's paper. I don't even remember my own.
1: But maybe your professor, like having read about like a, a murder headline, will just mm-hmm. like toss and turn and like it'll occur to them in the middle of the night. That's uh, not Ron- true. I did
0: do my senior seminar on Grand Theft Auto I remember that one.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And Veronica's like, what dots? do you know anything what happened to Charlotte? And for the first time, Spencer can say no. And Veronica's like, well, she no, does still right. look
0: a little bit guilty though, I think.
1: Because well, Spencer's got to be Spencer. So mm. Spencer sits and like, tries to use her, her guilt to talk sense into her mom. And she's like, mom, how can you not worry? If this gets out, it's going to ruin your campaign. If I haven't done that already. And Veronica's like, you haven't. And it won't. We'll get ahead of this. And Spencer's like, how? Veronica's like, caleb's already started a narrative about you, you being bullied on social media and about your love affair and mm-hmm. this comes up it'll already be diffused
0: and so Spencer kind yeah. of huh i was gonna say that's how scandals work
1: right yeah. Spencer kind of does like this like eye roll that's like ugh, but it's also like there's caleb saving her ass well, again
0: does caleb just have like a shitload of like alts on social media that he uses to make stuff go viral viral
1: Well, I mean, maybe that's how he gets 4,000 good retweets.
0: Mm -hmm. He's basically Unidan. Uh, (laughs) So Spencer kind of rolls her eyes and Veronica takes her hand. She says, you are not a liability, Spencer. You're my daughter. And this is where we really need to just off screen. We hear Peter Hastings clear his throat. It's just like, you know, those aren't mutually exclusive, honey. Hey, Spence, how'd you like to go to see Madrid again? (laughs) Here's a fake passport.
1: Yeah. Here's a uh, <laughs> Carmen San Diego costume. Yeah. Uh, so, and here's a totally normal thing to say in the p l o recap. Meanwhile, in the cemetery, mm-hmm. Emily's chilling at her father's headstone, which says, Waynefield's Colonel, U.S. Army.
0: He was a lieutenant colonel last time, wasn't he? But wasn't he also, like... He got promoted. In the Pennsylvania State Guard or something? Yeah, he was, like, National Guard. It was very confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's dead now, so I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, a lot of debate over how he died because there was a gold star in his window. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked it up. A gold star means you died while you're in service. It doesn't necessarily mean you're killed in action, though. It just means mm. you died while you were in the army. Mm. So it could be could be anything. I I don't think it was in combat. Like what the fuck combat would it be? I don't know. He was like training people in Texas.
1: I plus. Why would you introduce the heart problems?
0: Oh yeah, I, I feel like it's probably a heart thing or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna pan over to Emily here. This is all one shot, by the way. It's a nicely set up scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Shane uh, Mitchell's also very good. Yeah. Because uh, Emily, she's she's basically coming out to her dad all over again here. Donna, do you want to do this?
1: Yeah. She says, "I was in class when Mom called the school. Human anatomy. Everything went through in high school. I thought we were done with disasters. The next semester, nothing made sense anymore." If you, um, if you really are watching over me, then well, I guess you know this already. I flunked two classes, and they took my scholarship away. After that, I I couldn't go back there. I flew home that summer, and I was I was ready to tell mom about everything, but she was such a mess, and I couldn't do it. You know, she's like sniffling, she's sobbing, and she's like, I know that I messed up, okay, but I'm gonna fix it. I am fixing it. And it's like that nice kind of half rotating shot saying Emily until we hear a twig snap. Literally a twig snap. (laughs) Um,
0: Right behind Emily. Several yards away.
1: There's a lone platinum blonde figure. It's Sarah Harvey. Oh, shit, Sarah
0: Harvey. She's standing in a black trench coat, presumably at Charlotte's grave. Mm. Sorry. Didn't interrupt your monologue. Emily like straight up gasps. You (laughs) want to hang out?
1: And then Sarah like does like her Terminator like head turn over <laughs> at Emily, and Emily shits herself, and then gets up and runs away.
0: I can't believe we've gone two episodes and not a single line of dialogue from Sarah Harvey. I, it's amazing.
1: I would the, the the egotistical part of me would love to be like, guys, you know that fucking podcast? <laughs> they do the most annoying <laughs> Sarah Harvey
0: voice. They will get nothing. We
1: yeah. are going to just starve them of oxygen. <laughs> Well, so,
0: uh, let, let's talk about Emily for a moment here. Um, So, she's she's completely faked her whole college experience. They think she's graduated. She, like, what, got, like, a semester or something? Well, it, did do they think that she's graduated? Or has the narrative been that she's No, they think almost, she did. The okay. liars are like, oh, it took you five years to graduate. So, they, well, they think she's Arisa graduated. Said took you
1: a year longer to mm-hmm.
0: finish.
1: So, I, I mean, to me, I took that as she could
0: very well still well, it's, be... Oh, it's September 12th, so that... You know, she would have graduated in the summer. Yeah, true. true. Yeah, I don't know. That, I mean, that's what I'm getting. I mean, I know every so often there will be like a thread on Reddit where it's like, post your darkest secret. And inevitably someone will be like, oh, I, I never actually graduated college. I've been lying to my family for five years or something. Uh, yeah.
1: The weirdest one is the... Uh... Oh,
0: let's not get into the cum box, uh <laughs> um, The burnt cum box. But, yeah, but I, I feel like that's what's going on here. Like, she's been lying to everyone for a while about oh, yeah, I'm successful. I graduated college. I, I work at the Salk Institute. Like, no, you don't. You work at a fucking bar. You know? Like, and she's seemingly broke, and and you know, she, she knows she messed up. She's going to fix it. Like, how is she going to fix it? Also,
1: speaking about it, hashtag Colby2012. Yeah.
0: So, musical montage is kicking in here. We see mm. Arya. She's at the old house. She's plugging in that flash drive as her gave her. It's a collection of documents in a folder. I would really like to know more about uh, femicide rising.jpg. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real thing? Do people say femicide? I don't know. Uh, she's using a PC for some reason, like an animal. Or well,
1: like but, a PC tablet.
0: Yeah, Arya opens up a file called like Nicole, question mark, question mark, question mark. And we see it's like a, it's a website page article, like screen grab of, you know, it's like humanitarian aid worker, Nicole Johnson still missing. it has got a photo of her. And um, so she starts flipping through the other documents here. Whoa. Let me see.
1: It's funny that this season seemingly revolves around a dead girl and a missing girl. Classic PLO.
0: Yeah, yeah. Flipping through these other documents, it's all these other like screen grabs or website pages of like various women who have been like kidnapped and found dead and decapitated and all this like horrible shit. Arya, this isn't his research. These are his trophies. This is his spank bank. This is i'm telling you like ezra's a serial killer he did all of this like just just imagine that yeah like he's he's signing his name on the world this isn't like the work he did for the book these, these are like you know his, his little collection here but uh,
1: but even even realistically like this is ezra for you in a nutshell dead marginalized women in true crime bullshit yeah. and, and maybe an old-timey typewriter
0: her phone rings it's liam or vibrates, I should say.
1: Well, notice, notice, this is where I really got the thing about Allison. Mm-hmm. There's a contact photo for her and Liam.
0: Oh, yeah. Her, her, her photo for Liam has her in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like lurking behind him. Uh, <laughs> so she declines that because it's like, sorry, I've got like dead women on my computer right now. Like, you can't compete with that. <laughs> and well, the song playing, by the way, it keeps repeating this lyric over and over again. Blessed are those who see and are silent. Mm. Mm. Just
1: want to think about how every contact except for Allison and Arya's phone book <laughs> it's
2: like has her, her picture of them.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So gonna go to the Radley security office. Hannah's typing on the computer. She's deleting the footage of Arya's little sojourn as her there. There's uh,
1: a moment where Ashley Benson's eyes are doing crazy gymnastics and she tries to decide if she really wants to delete that footage.
0: Yeah, and then she just holds her head, obviously very stressed. She knows this is a bad idea. She knows this is this is the old shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we cut to her; she's getting in bed with her boring ass boyfriend. Well, oh,
1: I just, I say, I love the, the the freeze frame as the footage, last of the footage is being deleted is the classic Ari at the elevator, looking We're back, looking behind now, her, yes, just looking guilty and like full of shame. I mean, well mm-hmm. also, what kind of cop is Lorenzo that he hasn't already pulled this footage?
0: Seriously, yeah. So uh, cut to Hannah getting into bed; she's got like this flower print slip on as her PJs. Jordan is asleep, but he's left a brochure for, like, some Hampton, Hampton's wedding bullshit on her pillow. God, this dude is, like, he's really pushing the wedding. Oh. He's like, oh, it's like, he's gonna buy her a cruise to Europe, too. He's gonna go check and see how if the loaf is on his way. Like, he's just really pushing this. And Hannah looks at it, it says the wedding experience brochure, and she makes some very desperate Hannah face here. You can tell she's not really into it. Like, you, you can tell, like, if, like, maybe she kind of likes this guy, but, like, She doesn't seem ready for this is the vibe I'm getting
1: either way, even if she is totally into it. It's like, how can you be when you've just deleted security footage of your of your best friend doing something fucking crazy? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to go and enjoy real life after that.
0: Yeah. So she finally gets into bed and he wakes up a little. He says, everything okay?" And she says, yeah, I'm fine. And she shuts out the light, tries to pretend that she is.
1: Well the yeah, the camera kind of floats down the bed and then like blends right into like the architecture of Allison's house. <laughs> nice nice fluid shot as like it becomes like Allison's wall as Allison comes around to that corner, Lorenzo following her, and she's just like, Thank you for coming over. And Lorenzo's like, Allie, what's this about? And I like that the guy playing Lorenzo suddenly seems like he's like twelve years older than six <laughs> A um and she's like last night you asked me if i thought my friends had anything to do with charlotte's murder and he's like do you want to change your answer and she's like yes
0: way to throw your friends under the bus yeah yeah god she's awful Uh, you would think lorenzo by now would have learned like not to get too sucked into this just to just be like oh thanks i'll take that under advisement (laughs) you know (laughs) whoa
1: Of of these five people Honestly, who is the shadiest? Like, who is the least reputable? <laughs> Aria. <laughs> but, I mean, Lorenzo has personally, like, loved and, like, been burnt by Allison.
0: I, I don't know. Yeah, Lorenzo's just like, well, I believe in God. And the only thing that scares me is Aria Montgomery.
1: But I feel like, like Lorenzo's such a weak detective, though, that he's just going for, like, whatever is the easiest way to close well, this case.
0: His competition was Toby. Let's just remember that. <laughs> yeah. I can't compete with you. You're part of the fresh perspective.
1: I lost Caleb. I can't lose you too, Lorenzo. I can't.
0: And Caleb's like, or I'm sorry, Lorenzo's like, you never had me, dude.
1: McNulty and bunk there, yeah. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> what so fuck did I do? you are
0: going to go to Charlotte's grave. Somebody puts a bouquet of roses on the fresh dirt. It's all white roses except for a crimson red one right in the middle. And the camera moves past Jessica's headstone. Jessica is there. We see a town car. A chauffeur opens the door. What do you think this guy says?
1: I'm pretty sure when I first watched it, it said, or he said, I'm sorry for your loss, sir.
0: So there is a lot of debate over whether or not he said, sir. Uh, it's not in the closed captioning. Apparently the actor himself claims that he just said loss and like, like really dragged the S on the end or something. I don't know. I mean, because i guess everybody's like oh like a you know like the new bad guy is like a a man or something so they're i don't know maybe we're just hearing sir i mean i heard sir too but yeah yeah like supposedly he and it's
1: see. it's quite possible that we're all just thinking about the end of of 6a and he's coming and yeah know. um it's an interesting idea the 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 idea of the fancy black car as the presence of the mysterious figure it made me think of two things it made me think of like a. A little bit of like whenever you would see the movie about Jack the Ripper where the indicator that he's coming was always that big horse-drawn carriage as the sign the boogeyman was on the way. Mm-hmm. Kind of cross with that that Don DeLittle book that became the Cronenberg movie Robert Pattinson Cosmopolis where it's just a rich guy who just drives around in his car being powerful and having... Is that like, the
0: one where he goes to visit his father and it's
1: 9-11?
0: Uh, it no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, that's all movies should end now.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the one of Claire from Lost. Mm-hmm. Um well, yeah, he's just having, like, rendezvous in his limo until he has, like, a fatal meeting. Um And so I just kind of wonder... If this is just a car that's just 24 hours a day driving through rose roses. Well,
0: we saw those town cars at the funeral, mm. you know. Um, So, I guess the question is, is this the new A? Like, will there be a new A? It doesn't seem like this would be something the killer would do, I right. guess. I like, know. to visit Charlotte's grave and leave Rose's. I mean, maybe some weird serial killer or something. But... I I, I guess I just don't get that vibe. Like, I feel like Charlotte's killer wouldn't do something like that.
1: Just want to throw out as a reminder, the show has never explicitly stated who killed Jessica.
0: No, they have not.
1: But it was Kenneth, obviously. Yeah, it was
0: me. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Any theories?
1: I, I, you know, I think I was saying Lucas last time because I keep hearing that Lucas
0: is coming back. I really couldn't. I couldn't even begin to guess. I'm still on Dr. Rollins, I guess. I don't know. I just want that guy to die, basically. What if it's Allie? Like, Allie's like, I'm playing the fucking ultimate long con. I'm going to pretend to be so into my sister for five years just to get a chance to murder her. I I really thought that
1: last week. I really thought that Allison was doing it because I think that she's the person you sh- are supposed to suspect the least. Mm, yeah. And I think that, that that is like the the show's way to kind of. Not fulfill the promise of it, kind of go back to the book a little bit. the books,
0: mm, yeah, yeah, true. I don't know uh, so I mean something else think about this episode, tell me if you agree or disagree. I think the liars have all regressed in the last five years
1: um yeah, I mean, isn't that kind of the way that these these kind of like time jump storylines go?
0: well, I guess my the way I would frame this is I think that they the liar bond isn't really there anymore. It's right. been broken. They've they've been it's been spending all this time apart, and like Emily is basically metaphorically back in the closet right now. She's living a double life. She hates that. Right. You know that's she's not, not who she wants it. to be. Yeah. Um. Aria is back trying to have a secret relationship with somebody. Hannah is basically back to being like kind of the more shallow bitchy Hannah from season one. She's
1: got like a new Sean.
0: She's got a new Sean who she's clearly not totally into. But like it's it's kind of kind of the same way like Ashley wanted to date Ted for some unknown reason because she wanted to be like, you know, that type of person, even though it didn't fit i feel like hannah was like the same way where it's like oh i'm gonna date like the nice guy to I, I
1: i think you're right because and i think the show if if that is the case the show did a good job of linking uh liam and byron hmm. much like you know ezra and byron will always forever be linked
2: mm-hmm. yeah uh,
0: well and, and then spencer a... spencer at least has caleb to kind of hang on to, to try to keep keep that old flame going basically that the idea of like their old relationships you know well and then i wonder
1: so if next week is the return of melissa yay mm-hmm. yes. uh, i'm so excited about next week so
0: excited. has there ever been a single bad scene of melissa in it i think not a no. single one but you have
1: that you have the uh, uh possibly misleading edit of the hannah spencer conversation and then you mm-hmm. have ezra screaming get out which mm-hmm. i could watch like a supercut of that for 20 hours um <laughs> but then i kind of wonder if if Caleb is like the guy that she can rely on, does that make him, if you're, if you're going cyclical,
0: mm. does that make him red? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's never really had someone like Caleb, theoretically, you know? Right. right. Um, someone Nobody's
1: ever had somebody like Caleb.
0: Well, someone who's, he's on her level. There isn't like this weird power dynamic like she had with Toby, right. she's where she's him like, along. I'm. I'm way better than you, but you, like, keep me grounded or something. Like, it isn't, like, that sort of dynamic. Hmm. Like, it, they're both two people who are just into each other, seemingly, if that's where they're going to go with it. Right, right. So, I don't know. I mean, that's my theory, I guess, is that the liar bond has been broken, and they have all regressed. They, they may think that they've matured and moved on. They actually haven't. Well, and, and that was... they won't They won't really be themselves again until they kind of, until, basically, until A shows up and kind of reforges that bond, puts them back in the shit
1: yeah i mean just like the when we when we started the podcast and i was like re-experiencing season one i think i had mentioned way back when i was so shocked on the rewatch at how little a was involved in like the first half of season one
0: mm-hmm. yeah you know, it started very slow mm-hmm.
1: and it's like once once like hannah bounced off the hood of that car it was like then a was just like an, uh, an extra part of the, the recurring cast all the time but like prior to that it was just really like setting up their own internal dramas and like social quicksand that they were were they're sinking into yeah i'm i'm digging that like parallel
0: yeah all right well that was charlotte's web s6 e12 i uh, got a few reviews i think cat pat bat badlands kate and team spona yeah <laughs> uh, thanks for the reviews on iTunes. We always appreciate it. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we can be reached at broswatchpll 2 on Twitter, and our website page is broswatchpll 2com Got anything?
1: Um, you know, obviously we can't not mention the Jimmy Fallon thing with the two quarterbacks acting oh. out the scene from the pilot. Um, yeah. it was like looking into a very dark mirror, guys.
0: I just kind of feel like somebody's standing on my corner. <laughs> Felt that way before.
1: I mean, you don't realize it, but we actually wear wigs as we do the voices.
0: That's not true. <laughs> Mine would be a like a an Aria pink streak wig if I did wear one, though. Just gonna throw that out there.
1: Okay. Okay. I guess I could just be the standard blonde girl.
0: Mm. Okay. Interesting.
1: Like a like a kind of like a Fabio thing.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: I think it becomes a Fabio thing when I'm wearing the blonde wig and doing Caleb voice. Yeah, Spencer, or I'm sorry, Spence. I can't believe it's not butter.
0: (laughs) All right, we should end this. Uh, Yeah, we'll be back.
1: It's two and a half hours.
0: Well, not really. Sorry. Yeah, it's getting close. Um, what is the what is the next episode?
1: The gloves are gone or on. The gloves
0: are on, maybe. Yeah, something like that. We'll be back. It's
1: a my goldsmith episode.
0: Ooh, I I just can't wait for. The Ezra yelling at everyone scene, and whatever's going on with Spencer and Caleb. I think mean, they've teased long enough. They got to like show the cards now.
1: Well, and then Melissa.
0: And Melissa. Yes. yes. All right. Talk to you later.